Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside, and happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. And I'm so happy tonight, Mike Harmon, I'm just going to lick you. I'm just going to Brad Marchand lick you, and I'm going to lick you again. I'm just going to lick you. You know, that was a big topic in the news today. Being licked or not or not being licked. I want to kiss you. No, that's that's different. That's kissing. This is licking. Yeah. Doesn't that lead to it, though? I don't know Uh, that we can really talk about the licking too much, though. Why why can't we talk about the licking? I mean, I get today is the last Matt Harvey day. I understand that. But why can't we talk about the well, there was another story about licking that. Really yeah, but set the, the internet ablaze. This, but this is the. But this. Is oh, this is the hot. Another one. Is the, yes, this is the. So we got to separate sport. Yeah, yes, yes. But you yes. have to separate them because most people out there, if they were paying attention to their social media, no, it yes. really wasn't about yeah. the hockey. No, 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 about, no. This was about. It was a, some. There was something. Yeah. No, but we want to know at all where I was going because one, it's not the slide over baby hour, and it's two, always the slide over baby hour no, on a Friday. No, 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 Friday, no, no, you no. get loose early. Oh, oh, the guy licking people in hockey is making more headlines than the other guy. Today's Friday. Yes. Well, that's old news now, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we get to the NBA, and uh, we want to say we told you so about the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the reason we're talking about licking. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, Brad Marchand is continuing to lick people. Yeah. 
you know, this has been a very big topic in sports over the course of the last few weeks. Look, Brad Marchand is a guy who likes to lick people. Boston Bruins winger who is incredibly talented, and he's incredibly maddening and annoying. He's like Lance Stevenson, but with more That's talent. Right. Damn Rondo. Pick one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, licked Ryan Callahan uh-huh. in the face tonight. In the after, face. After he hit him. In the second period of Game Four, now the Lightning. Well, maybe get the he last has laugh. healing saliva. Oh, I I don't know about that. I don't know anybody has healing. No, the only guy that had healing saliva was Edward in uh, uh, Twilight. He Never was the only guy. It. Yeah, I don't know anything about you, that. You know nothing Never about Twilight, really, really. Vampires and werewolves. About Twilight. Who? And that I'm as tall or taller than yeah. Taylor Lautner. Beyond that, uh, I got nothing. Yeah, no, just wait. Just He's not wait. a tall man. Uh, Eleanor is maybe, I don't know, two years away from Twilight, maybe? Two years ago. And, oh, but Edward is so dreamy. You just wait. She's about two years She's away. moved on. I mean, two she's already gone away. through the Hunger Games. I don't think she's going back. She's got to get to the vampire thing. She'll get there. She'll get there. I promise you. Why, how do you know this? Because I know What, because you regressed and went into I your know, vampire stage? No, Were you team Edward? You know, we're talking about licking. Okay, we're not talking well, about Well, and then fighting. you started talking about talking these about guys licking. from Twilight and whether they're licking or lickable or whatever the hell you're trying to take it down no, a deep, no, dark path. Said, I don't know what you're no, doing no, here. No, you said healing saliva, and I said, And no, I may no. have healing saliva. No, you don't know. You don't, I bring people together. You don't know what the hell you're talking about, healing saliva. What is wrong with you? I'm all about healing. I'm I, all I about bringing people together. Uh, Brad Marchand might be more, uh, he might have more going on than you. I mean, really, he might have to be more together right now. I think I get <laughs> I'm more doubtful. Sen- I'd get more sense out now. of him than you. He would just walk up and lick me, though. That's what he would do. Uh, he's out of Well, again. it's like out of tape heads with uh, John Cusack. <laughs> Sir, I'd like to spank your bald head and lick it. Uh, in the NHL tonight, uh, Maple- the uh, Lightning <laughs> beat the Bruins in overtime. They lead that series 3-1. But serial licker, Brad Marchand, is out licking players again. The league has allegedly talked to him about it. He says no. But there's much video of him licking opponents. Did it tonight to Ryan Callahan. Hit him, got in his face, and licked him. Like, I don't get the licking thing. This is like, you know, there's things I get. Like, I get Lance Stevenson blowing in LeBron's ear. And I I, I get that kind of stuff. I get that kind of, I'm going to get under your skin. I'm going to push you a little bit. But licking somebody else, that's like where you go, dude, you got to go to see a doctor. There's something you have to, you, you, you got you to gotta really, you got to really take a look at yourself and go, why am I licking people? I mean, there's many things you can go do to get under people's skin. Instead, TJ, you're sticking with the topical part of somebody's skin with the licking, TJ. But there, I mean, really, at that point, I think you need to sit with somebody and go, uh, tell me why you're doing this. Yeah, so former official uh, Paul Stewart, he had um, 28 minutes ago, gross m- misconduct under which Marchand's licking of opponents to incite them could have easily been classified was eliminated from the NHL rule book. Broader interpretation of current misconduct rules could be feasible. A- at absolute least, unsportsmanlike conduct, 10-minute uh, misconduct. We have licking. We have licking. I mean, I don't like to see the, the ref make that call. What's the hand signal? It's no hand. It's just, just your tongue. They call me the lizard because I recover so quickly. From- it's just it's a picture of Gene Simmons with his with his tongue stuck out and he's That's got all the, all the blood on. It's Tom Hardy from Venom from the trailers with the tongue that comes That's out. That's not good. Sorry, spoiler. No, That's what it is. I don't. We have to dive more into the licking. I really. It's it's, it's very. It's really a deep and thought and, and a deep process here on a Friday night. Albert Pujols heading to the plate trying to get hit number three thousand. We got NBA playoff action. And you're already talking about licking. Yeah, uh, right now, to get away from the licking for a momentarily before you get back to the licking, 
Uh, Albert Pujols looking for hit number 3,000. He is hitting right now. Couldn't get it done at home. Top of the fourth inning, full count. Pujols already 0 for 1 tonight. I've already seen at least three Angel fans with cameras in Seattle. I mean, they are really representing. Well, they are. They at least Seattle. have a full house because you know it's Han Siago bobblehead night. Well, it's Kyle Star Wars night. Yeah. Sure. So Happy you could get Star you can get one Day. on uh, in the uh, secondary market off on eBay for about thirty bucks. And Albert Pujols has just walked. There will be no hit right now. That was a pitch in the dirt. So the leadoff batter on for the Angels. Pujols still sitting at two thousand nine hundred and ninety nine hits. Again, this game. In the top of the fourth inning. But yes, it is Star Wars Day. May the 4th and, and all that stuff. I'm always disappointed that on Star Wars Day, when we don't get something new, like a new trailer, something for one of the movies, nothing. We, I mean, something's got, there's got to be, hey, May the, it's like Disney has decided, well, it's Star Wars Day anyway. We didn't do anything special. No, but you do something special on Star Wars Day. Instead of just saying, hey, it's Star Wars Day. No, let's have a They're showing them special. on TV. They're That's doing all great. sorts of stuff. If you're at the theme parks, That's if you awesome. go to any of the stores and you want to be have some money shaken out of your pockets, they'll be happy well, to let's, comply. Let's give I mean, me there's something. A, look at man. May 19th, there's a Hawk solo, a Ken Harrelson bobblehead dressed like Han Solo. I mean, who doesn't want to go get that? <laughs> I, I think I think there's more people that want to see pools get 3,000 than, than want that. I think you're wrong. Uh, I, I think there's 12 I, and, people and, you for know, the today first I, one and eight for the second. And I met someone who worked on some of the music for the upcoming really? solo movie. You met John Williams? No. Oh, well, I mean, he's the guy. Oh, he's yeah. the guy. He's the guy. The but there guy. are a lot of other people that work on this project. Did you I don't know why you have to diminish but them. Did you meet John Williams? No. Uh, well, then. <laughs> that might be next week. <laughs> I'm, wor- I'm working through. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen, live from the Geico Studios. Meanwhile, uh, in the NBA, this is not the start the Utah Jazz had in mind. No, not at all. We are heading to the second quarter, and the Rockets, with a 39-22 lead, the Rockets already have 10 assists on 16 field goals. Offensive efficiency it's at a, its finest. A lot of easy baskets for the Rockets. Meanwhile, the Utah Jazz having an abysmal night shooting already. They are under 40%. The Rockets are out to take a two games to one lead in this series already. James Harden with seven points and five assists in the first quarter. We'll keep you posted on this game, but... We told you after game one, hey, you know what? Steph Curry needs to come off the bench. Should have come off the bench. And tonight, Steph Curry should have come off the bench. Liggins can peel back and dribble this one out. And New Orleans comes home and answers here in game three. And so far, the home team is yet to lose through three meetings in this series. The final score here at the Smoothie King Center. Pelicans 119, Golden State 100. Pelicans Radio Network on the call. I remember when Smoothie King Center was first named. We had a lot of fun on the radio. Yes, we did. But, uh, look, they beat the Pelicans by 50 without Curry. Curry (laughs) comes back off the bench in game two when they win. He starts game three, and he has a pretty bad night shooting. Six out of 19, three out of nine from three-point range, just 19 points for Steph Curry. Pelicans lose 119-100. Steph Curry Needs to come off the bench. It is his best role. <laughs> it's what he is best suited for. <laughs> feel that hot take. I, a I feel the, yeah. Shh, I'm like the flame trooper in Star Wars. Shh. That's a pretty good reference. I like that. All Star Wars all the time. Oh, it's, 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 I got you away from Infinity War, Star at least Wars for day. a minute or two. Well, it is a Star Wars day. Yeah, good. I got, I'm like the human torch right now with that take. Oh, my hands are just in flames right now.
Could be the I human torch. Now you're balls. back into the fantastic. Well, you can't do that. Well, it's still Marvel. It's went back and forth. All right. I, my me, hands bro. are on. Feel my hands are on fire. Yeah, right that's now. great. Durant Steph off the bench. Durant and Curry combined four for fifteen from three point range overall. The Warriors shoot thirty eight percent, nine of thirty one from three. That's a nice twenty nine percent for those keeping track at home. Uh, Twelve turnovers and a, a blowout loss. Just Steph Curry, a miserable showing here and. The Pelicans hold serve. Rajon Rondo having one of those, well, Rondo-like performances. Yeah, two out of 11 from the floor for four points, but 21 assists. There you go. That's a plus 23 on the night. That's a vintage Rondo night right there. You'll take 25 points between Holiday and and Rondo. Holiday, 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 Holiday. Holiday. 10 of 25 between them with uh, 26 assists. I think you'll take that from your backcourt. And, oh, by the way, AD, 33 points, 18 rebounds, four steals. And three assists. It was all Pelicans. Look, at no, and this is a surprising part. At no point in the second half did the Warriors threaten. No. At no point did they make a run. You, you know, you're watching the game and you watch the Warriors, you think the same thing. All right. They're down 12. What was they're it? Down 15. Like 14 with. We'll wait. With we'll two wait. minutes left in the third game. Yeah, no, we'll right. wait. Plenty Still of time. Plenty of time. And then the fourth quarter, and the Pelicans just stretched that lead out. It was, wow. It really just, they didn't really come back with anything. It's almost like you feel that the Warriors are at the point where they go, okay, you know what? We don't want to expend this kind of energy because that might sap us for game four. We've been here too many times. We'll put it away. We'll be ready with more energy for game four. We'll get more rest. I, I, I do think teams think that. You know what? We could pour a lot of energy into a potential comeback here, or we could just continue to work on our game and get ready and come back and have a better shot when, you know, in, when we start game four and the Pelicans aren't shooting 50% from the floor. You know what? Davis is not 15 out of 27. You know, we'll have a better night there. We'll put it away. We'll wait for it. Playoff Rondo. Get you done once again. Playoff Clark. 18 points in 22 <laughs> minutes off the bench. Who? I mean, I, Ian Clark. Ian Clark. There you have it. He's, and Miritich had 16 and 13. People are on Twitter seeing the number one trending topic on Twitter is Ian Clark. And I guarantee people go, did a guitarist from the Yardbirds die? Did the lead singer what of British Deep Invasion die? band was he from? What happened? Did, did somebody? That's not the guy from the Cult, is it? Is that the guy that sang Richie Blackmore's Rainbow? Did is that somebody there? Did he die? <laughs> the Cult. Oh, you're not gonna make it Cult Night here on the show. We only have a couple of songs though. Fire! <laughs> See, it goes back to the flame throwing you were doing earlier with your Steph Curry hot take. Steph Curry, come off the bench. That's your best role, KNBR. I'm ready for my interview. Well, you had, and you also had Rondo getting all up in Draymond Green. They, they yep. got after it a couple of times, so perhaps the, the league will uh, take some of their money. Coming up in the next few minutes, one NFL star quarterback has said, get bent, I'm not training my replacement. And it was Josh McCown. No, it wasn't Josh wow, McCown. Wow, that's Josh something. Uh, but coming up next, yes, it is the last day of the dark night. That's it there. Come on, Tyson. You got to be faster than that. The end of the dark night. We look back on the era. I'll tell you, everything went wrong, just like I told you what was going to happen a week ago when I said Matt Harvey would be done and an ex-Met by July 1st. Turns out I was just ahead of time. That's next on Fox. Bye, Felicia. Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I was ready for him to say, just got killed by my landlord. (laughs) Somehow we got Star Wars Day and Matt Harvey into one song. It's pretty good. Makes sense. Yeah. Just got robbed by my landlord, Marvin. Bop, 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 bop. 
It fits. Go ahead, go ahead, tight shirt. I just got robbed by my landlord, Marvin. <laughs> that works with everything. I think that works with every song. Tell me he hasn't used that in his outside work 9,000 times. I, I bet you that works for Stairway to Heaven. It actually I was a big hit. got robbed by my landlord, Mar Welcome inside. Right now, it is still all Houston over Utah, 49-26. Seven and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. The Rockets getting an assist on basically every single basket as they have been boat racing the Jazz off the jump in this one. Is this where we're supposed to get into the deification of uh, Quinn Snyder that everybody's been doing? Uh, I, you know, there's been an awful lot of that. Quinn Snyder is very underrated. I actually, I actually like Quinn Snyder. I'm not saying I don't. Just saying it's I mean, been, it's been pretty heavy-handed the yeah. last couple of days of trying to convince me that he's a delicate genius. No, he he did very well in college, and then you got in a little bit of trouble, and then he had bit. to leave. Yeah, and then it was like I want to be a coach still, and they said, "Well, Utah Jazz is hiring." He said, oh, "I want to be a coach in the NBA." And they said, "Oh, oh, 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 oh." And so he jumped into the Jazz, because really, how many people want to coach the Jazz? I'm just being honest. How many people want to coach the Jazz? You want one of 30? Yeah, well, right? Don't I mean. you want that it's job? Like, I want okay. that job. That's it's, what's what I'm going to get. All right. That's, all I'll right, always fine. be able to say NBA yes. coach. All right. I'll I mean, it's like jazz. Fisdale taking the Knicks job. Does anybody, well, at least they interviewed Take 10 people. Take that data. I mean, there was people who wanted that job. That should have been a, been a TV Budenholzer, series. Kenny Smith wanted that job. Everybody wanted that job. A lot of money. You know you got a, an owner who's kind of off in no man's land. Mm -hmm. Checks are going to clear. Yeah. He's and then eventually he's going to fire you All good. without having ever really talked to you. It, it works out well. <sighs> Meanwhile, today is the last Matt Harvey day. Oh, it was, a good it was a good run. Matt Harvey was designated for assignment by the New York Mets today, meaning the Mets have 10 days to either send him to their minor league camp or trade or release him. But well, they're not going to shoot him. Well, tomorrow's the Kentucky Derby. You don't on know Thursday. that. That's not, you do not know they're that. They're not going to shoot Matt Harvey. They're they might have a whoa. pellet gun. No, they're not. Wow, you Musket. guys. You guys are all going to hell. Maybe it's a paintball. No, they're going to shoot Matt Harvey. No, hell is going to the Mets. No, stop. Listen. Matt Harvey is leaving hell. Listen, this is... No. He didn't even, he's not yeah. even going to get to stick around for Cespedes Gnome Day, which no, is tomorrow. he didn't make it to Gnome Day. That's terrible. He did that. That's you got to think about. When I saw the, the I letters D-F-A, kind of chuckled. I had a moment because I thought about you and how much you either were going to say, good, I told you so, or that you were going to be crying in your beer. I knew there was oh, no, no, no in no. between. It's I told you so because Harvey stinks. Listen. What was it a week ago? And we put it up. They put yep. it up Fox Sports Radio. Our social media guys did a great job today. Gavin Kinzel getting it up there. I told you a week ago what was going to happen with Matt Harvey. It was never going to get better because Matt Harvey has been at odds with the Mets for years. Since he came up and was a star, he would fight with them over stupid stuff. He would fight with them over putting a picture on Instagram before he got surgery, flipping off the, the camera. He fought with them constantly. He missed workouts. He liked to party. All of these things. So that's why I knew this is not going to get better. The first night when he wouldn't talk to anybody about going to the bullpen because he said, blank you, I'm not talking about it. How much longer was he going to be around? I said by the All-Star break, he would be done. The Mets would release him by the All-Star break. I turned out to be off because it was just a week after I said it, but I knew that's how it was going to end because he never showed any maturity. He stunk, and he was a pain in the ass. 
So really, why do you stick keep a guy like that? You're not paying him a lot of money. Harvey never saw a big payday. This is a guy whose lifetime record is under 500, and it's 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 not rocket science. This this didn't surprise me. This is such a breaking story. This is not surprising because I told you a week ago it's going to end with him being released. He's going to be an ex-Met, and he's going to have to worry about going somewhere, anywhere, where a team will say, we'll let you be a starter with us for the next couple of months. And maybe it's Milwaukee. Maybe it's Tampa. And then he's really... That's where you learn, does he really want to be a major league pitcher? Because Harvey was a guy that became a star too soon. That was the reason why this is what happened to him. When he came up, and part of it is is the Mets. Well, because, it's, it's the New York thing. Right, I mean, no, and the there's Mets so not many a star in so long. We no, sucked but, for a long time. No, but it's also, just go back as long as you and I have been alive with any prospect in New York on either side, Yankees or Mets. Yeah. If the guy shows any kind of promise, that's why... The, Seven years later, after the back injuries, they're still trying to make David Wright happen. <laughs> now, hey, that, you know what though? They're, they're, I, they're, we, they're we do have him happen. We have an insider that wants to chime in. We have an. We're going to go to the hotline right now to talk all things New wait, York. Ho- oh boy, wait, it's your one, buddy. This is one of two people calling. It could in. be Matt Harvey. That, could be Matt Harvey himself. Oh boy, have the dump button ready. Yeah, we welcome in NFL Network Zone. Oh. Michael Fabiano. Now, Fabs, right how are you? Buddy? Here is the one uh, two. You know, it, it has been such a good week. It has been such a good week. Uh, Smith. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. Mets are falling apart, which I predicted on the golf course about a week and a half ago to you. Mm-hmm. The Yankees go to Anaheim, sweep the Rotten Angels, who always beat us in Anaheim. We take three of four from Houston. We're the best team in Major League Baseball. And all the while, the Mets are falling apart. And then Matt Harvey, who was supposed to be the second coming of Tom Seaver was supposed to be this great Mets pitcher. Mm-hmm. He's not even on your team anymore. How are you feeling? Are you getting ready for football season already? Well, no, he, well Sam Darnold is the Darnold. Yeah. First of all, I, mean, got well, I, got, I got two things to say to you. Number one, none of that matters because the Jets got Darnold. Now, that being said, <laughs> how can you be the best team in baseball when you're not even in first place in your division? Well, we... Over the last two weeks, well, we're not the best team oh, in baseball. the last two. Oh, see, that's we're, what you do, Fabs. That's right you do. You right make now. you make right arguments now, that just suit you. That you make arguments suit you. No, that's right four now, days. We're, we're all trained. I gotta right calm now, this down. Wait now, uh, hold on. Hey, that's Yankee wait, wait, fans. Hey, Mike, Mike, who's the best team in baseball right now? My White Sox. No question about it. I just wanted to see if I could say that with a straight face. Uh, the Yankees are the best team in baseball, my friend. You're not okay. even the hottest team won? in baseball. How can you say we've that? Won, we've won, what, 12 of 13? Wait a minute, wait a minute. So wait, okay. so, okay, and you're the yes, best. we have the Red Sox ahead of us, but they got uh, on a ridiculous start, and so, they're starting to cool off a little bit. So those wins don't the Yankees count. Yankees are rising up. We're one game back. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, we were about five or six back. The Yankees are the best team in baseball right now, Smith. And it's killing you. No, and even no. if not the best team in baseball, here's, here's the biggest the best team in the city of yeah. New York. Okay. Yeah, the biggest thing for me right now is that it's May 4th. Number one. And we're having this this argument. Here's this is why, inane. Here's why it doesn't matter. Again, the Jets got Sam Darnold. It doesn't really matter. But secondly, how can you, Fabs, you, every time I, we talk about this, you always say things with a stat that just makes the Yankees look good. The last three night games, we're undefeated. So we're the hottest and best team in baseball. You're not wait, even wait, the hottest wait, wait. team in no, baseball. No, 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 no. The Nationals Hold have won on. more Hold games on. in a row than you. So, but, so the Nationals aren't better? Wait a minute. No, no, no. Listen to me. Okay, number one, the Nationals are, are a very good team. They're not better than the Yankees. The Yankees went home, took three or four from Toronto, who was on fire. Swept the Twins, okay, not a big deal. Then you go 
and sweep the Angels, who were one of the hottest teams in baseball to begin the year. Then you go to Houston, who arguably has the best pitching in baseball, and maybe not arguably because that rotation is ridiculous. We face Verlander, we strike out 14 times, and we still win, okay? We win three or four from then. Well, and he had a reliever punch himself in the face. And we beat the Indians, who are one of the best teams in the American League. How can you not say the Yankees right now, as we talk, are not the best team in baseball? Because because every game counts. It's not just what you do over the last two weeks. Every game counts. How are the Mets doing? How are the Mets doing? Fabs. The Jets got Sam Darnold. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Sam Darnold practiced for the Jets today. That's all that counts. Who's he throwing to? It doesn't matter. He makes everybody better. (laughs) Is that right? You know who he's going to throw to? We're going to sign Des Bryant. He's going to turn Des Bryant back into somebody who's actually (laughs) good. No. That's done. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Des Bryant and Robbie Anderson. There's a duo for you. Yeah. All right. Let Let me just say one thing, Fabs. Yeah, Make sure yeah. NFL Network spells your name right next time you're on TV. How about that? Make sure they spell yeah. your name right. They spelled his name wrong on TV. He's been there for how many that, years? That's, there for? that's hurtful. Years? <laughs> like, and they spell that, that's yeah. hurtful, yeah. But you know what? So Michael Fabiano is, is halfway decent at fantasy football, but this Michaelo Fabiano, I don't know, he stinks. He's well, terrible. Wait, is that how the, the opera singer Fabiano spells his name, Michael Fabiano? <laughs> no, he spells, <laughs> the same, he spells it the same as I do. Oh, We're both okay. the same, Michael Fabiano. Yeah, exactly. But this other, this M-I-C-H-E-A-L Fabiano that was on NFL Network with uh, MJD and uh, Colleen Wolf a couple days ago. I don't know. I'm not sure who that guy is. Never heard of him. All right. Well, since- no respect. <laughs> Never heard of him. Since you, you're- you've got Smith. Smith is an easy name, you know, to, to spell S-M-I-T-H, just like loser, L-O-S-E-R. You know what Matt else is easy fan. to spell? D-A-R. N O L D because that's all that matters right now. <laughs> I thought I, I thought you were going to go in with uh, something that began with an E, but I'm glad you didn't go there. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at I'm a tool. That's Michael Fabiano. That's I M A T O O L. Take it yeah. easy, buddy. I'll talk. To, I'll call you tomorrow. Have a good one. Take See you, Fabs. I just had a feeling. I just had a feel. He's just been needling me all week. Needling. It, ha- it needling had to happen me. though. Needling me. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, Dark Night, yo. Dark Night. Batman. So while this is the last day Matt Harvey's a New York Met, Dave Roberts is at it pulling guys with no hitters. However, just seconds ago, Major League Baseball history. Let's find out all about it with Tom Looney and What's Trending. We love round numbers in America, and we've got another one. Thank you so much, Jason, for that outstanding introduction. Albert Pujols just hit a milestone. Hit number 3,000 in the Emerald City, Seattle, Washington, where my cousin Maggie lives in the Angels in front of the Mariners. 2 to nothing. The score of the game doesn't matter as much as that milestone just Hit by Albert Pujols. And we've got a blowout situation in Salt Lake City happening at this moment. Rockets in front of the Jazz, 61-38, 248. Left of the second quarter, that series is tied 1-1. Warriors-Pelicans game three was played earlier tonight. Pelicans can peel back and dribble this one out. And New Orleans comes home and answers here in game three. And so far, the home team is yet to lose through three meetings in this series. The final score here at the Smoothie King Center. Pelicans 119, Golden State 100. 
with the call. Pelicans Radio Network Warriors now lead that series two games to one. Two NHL playoff games tonight, including Boston Bruins, Tampa Bay Lightning, game four. Back for Kalorn, right circle. Kalorn, right corner. Center, score! 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 It's in! And they've got it off a Bruin, but it's in! The Lightning win it! 4 3 in overtime! They lead the series 3 1! Oh, the word pictures from Dave, Michigan. WDAE Tampa Bay, and this is the sound of the Vegas Golden Knights hockey horns. Been going off a lot tonight. Midway through the second period, Golden Knights in front of the Sharks. 3 to nothing. That series is tied. 2 2. And we now continue with more Batman and Mets talk with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. See, that's the thing, Tom Looney. A yes. good radio host has to know when to pivot and change to what's hot. I pivot! absolutely agree. I think you're one of the great pivoters ever. Yes. Ex- well, I, I think that's a that's okay. I'll just take that as a what's comment? that yes. slang oh for? Oh my God, you're the Sarah Sanders of sports talk radio. You can wow. pivot, pivot, pivot. Wow. Except, except I believe you. Uh, I was <laughs> I was not told anything before I came here to talk to you. Uh, that's okay. my common refrain. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15 percent or more in car insurance. More info. Visit Geico.com. Make it 3,000 hits for Albert Pujols, who just singled. He is sitting at first base right now, top of the fifth inning. Angels lead Seattle 2-0. He is the 32nd member of the 3,000-hit club they gave him the base. He held it up over his head. Only the fourth player ever with 3,000 hits and 600 home runs. And right now, Shohei Otani is up, and if he hits a home run, what Pujols did is not going to matter. Uh, it's actually going to be a double off the wall for Otani. Uh, so get ready for the headline tomorrow. Pujols 3,000 hits. Otani 4 for 4. He's better. Hot take. Hot take. Get ready. Salty Albert Pujols becomes the third story once again. Uh, Albert, uh, congratulations on your 3,000th hit tonight. Thank you very much. Uh, what was it like seeing Otani uh, go 4 for 4? He's hitting 350 now. Uh, your thoughts on that? I thought this was Albert Pujols' 3,000-hit questions. Uh, is, is, isn't that what it is right here? Albert in the back, yeah. Uh, what does it mean to get that hit on Star Wars Day? Albert, can you can you tell me what that Did means? they at least give you one of the Kyle Seeger <laughs> bobbleheads? Han Siago. Did you get one of those? Because that's why everybody was in the park, Albert. 3,000 for Albert Pujols, again, and his... Career, which here's going to be the topics of conversation now that people are going to have for Albert Pujols. Here's all the topics you're going to get sports talk radio-wise and on TV over the next 24 to 48 hours. Number one, uh, what was he doing, you know, what was he taking, you know, to get all those hits? I'm not concerned. I'm not convinced he wasn't taking anything to help him. How old is Albert Pujols? Is he really 38? Is he 43? All that. Is he a unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer? Those are all your 3,000 hit topics. Does he go into the Hall of Fame wearing an Angels cap, or does he go in wearing a St. Louis Cardinals cap? 877-99 on Fox, the number, at How About a Fresca on Twitter. No? The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio. How about home off? (laughs) There's that, too. Uh, Hi, I'm I'm calling from a Whole Foods in, in Anaheim. Uh, I'm actually in the third line, uh, not in the express line, because I have I have uh, that uh, stevia cola that I have to buy, and I have like four six packs of it. I'd like to talk about Albert Pujols before I get uh, rung up uh, uh, here in line. I'll I'll, I'll wait on, on line here. No, 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 you're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, hey, listen, 
I was uh, I was I was uh, wondering when a uh, 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 seaweed day is going to be at uh, Anaheim Stadium for for all the kids, or they give out the seaweed for the kids to eat uh, to be healthy. And uh, secondly, uh, will that coincide with any kind of giveaway for Albert Pool Hulse? Uh, you know, my son has asked me to, to if you could answer that for me, and I'll just stay on hold here. I'll put you on. I'll actually connect you to my Bluetooth when I get in my car, my hands-free Bluetooth in my Prius. Uh, as I get in and, and drive home in my driverless car. Uh, thank you. Nicely I'll, I'll done. I'll take your call off the air. There you have it. If we look at the the list, right, this is number 32 all-time. Number 33, he can stay healthy. Miguel Cabrera's 334 hits Oh, Miguel Cabrera! Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next is Robinson Cano. He's 592 hits away. That's a nice, long, long way. Mm-hmm. And then the third man on the medal stand, uh, as we await the possibility of greatness, uh, Jose Reyes sitting at 2,100 hits. Yeah, he's your happening. third leading active guy in terms of hits. So, yeah. so enjoy this moment. Whatever you think over overall, and Albert Pujols, where he is finishing off the career, a couple more years that he'll he'll play. So rise up a few more slots. That this milestone, just like the 300 wins, mm-hmm. goes more or less the the way of the dodo bird, particularly in the home run, walk, strikeout world we're living in right now. And that's been a lot of what Albert Pujols has done. Yeah. Most of his damage has come off of home runs. And we we have a big take on Albert Pujols. Like I said, everything I just told you and everybody else is going to talk about. But we have the big what's here and now conversation about maybe the best player of the past 15 years coming up next because th- this is going to be a post-3,000 hit reality for Albert Pools. I don't know if many people are going to be ready for it, but this is going to be the absolute truth. Again, breaking news right now, Albert Pools hit number 3000 of his career, the Angels, on top of the Mariners 2-0. He got a single in the 4th inning that puts him in that magical club that could at some point include Jose Reyes, he can somehow find a way to play 25 more years. Yeah, let's let's pull this back one more. All right, so the fourth leading active hitter behind Pools, Jay Bruce. Nick Markakis. Really? Nick Markakis? Had 2,092 hits. Nick Markakis has 2,000 hits? No, no way. No way. That, according to there, this. No way that, Nick Markakis has gotta be a, Really? That's got to be a printout. Nick Markakis yeah. has no, 2,000 hits? Yeah. What is he, 34? 34. Oh, my God. Nick Markakis. Yeah. If he keeps hitting. Nick he's got Markakis. 2,092 hits. He's never had a 200-hit season, but he's been over 160 since 2007. Wow. Nick Markakis. Except for one injury-riddled uh, season in 2012. Otherwise, it's been steady as they go. Wow. I, I dig How that. How about that? I That's a that. random data Whoa. point for you right there, buddy. Uh, but again, Take that we have data. the big conversation on Albert Pujols. Coming up next, you want to hear it right here. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen, Fox Sports Radio. Albert Pujols! TJ, it was a long time ago. Albert Pujols was clearly the Wookiee of the year, and now he's at 3,000. Easy, Chewy. Albert Pujols! TJ. Really? What? Wow. Come on. As we sit and we watch NBA playoff action. We're not really watching action. No, no, no. You can't lie to America and Canada and the world beyond. The Rockets are playing well. That's action. The Rockets lead the Jazz you right now. Bet the Rockets. You're you're feeling good on your action. If you have the Jazz and you're getting 25, you're a little nervous right now because 
at halftime, the Rockets lead the Jazz 70-40. to I want to know what that post-game speech that D'Antoni gave the other day. I mean, he was all, you know, hey, we didn't have intensity and all that stuff in his press conference. What was it like behind closed door? Throwing stuff. We got to keep our composure. We got to punch these guys in the face. And you're going to say, oh, you know, James Harden's got 50. No, James Harden has 10 points. Yeah. All right. Eric Gordon off the bench has 17. But here's the deal. There are so many easy baskets for the Rockets. They're up and down the floor. 17 assists on 27 field goals. And for the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell is spending so much time talking about how great he is, and I'm the rookie of the year, but I love Ben Simmons. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell, first half, two points, one for 10 from the floor, minus 29. Zero rebounds, two assists, zero steals, zero blocks, two turnovers, and a personal foul. Not exactly (laughs) the game he had in mind. After talking about, hey, everybody has those games and everybody's going to have those Mm -hmm. problems, well, here's here's your game. 70 to 40. So you can't say action. You could say there are people who are – Working out on the court. But, you know, halftime adjustments. <laughs> yes. Hey, can we get that MTV Rock and Jock 30-point shot in? Because that's how we're going to come back here. Ingles, one of five from it. the field. Going to keep shooting it. Shoot it. Uh, so, not a great night for the Utah Jazz. No. James Harden's beard is just completely dominating things. Meanwhile, Major League Baseball history. Talked about it a few minutes ago, and now we have a, a different kind of conversation. A post-3,000 hits conversation. Albert Pools. With a single in the fourth inning, now has reached the 3,000-hit plateau for his career. And while everybody else can talk about what hat is he going to wear in the Hall of Fame, is he a first ballot unanimous Hall of Famer, was he taking something he shouldn't have been taking, how old is he? Now that you're at 3,000, let's talk about the reality in post-3,000 for Albert Pujols because this is going to get very a-Rod-esque, and I don't mean that in a in a big – I mean it's going to get A-Rod ugly. You remember how A-Rod's career with the Yankees ended? He was making too much money. He wasn't producing. He was blocking young players from coming up and playing, and finally it turned out to the point where A-Rod had to say, I'm going to save whatever face I can and I'm going to retire. And he didn't call it a retirement, but he walked away, and the Yankees were able to move on and look where they are. The Yankees are actually playing fantastic – I wouldn't say that when Fabiano was on the phone with us. But no, playing yeah, you can say it. No, it's okay. They've moved on. But this is how it's going to end for Albert Pujols in Anaheim. Here's why. When he was a Cardinal, Albert Pujols left the Cardinals for the Angels, averaging for his career 40 home runs a year, 120 RBIs, hitting 330. That was Albert Pujols with the Cardinals, 41, 20, and 330. Right? I don't want to get in too many crazy. Here's his OPS. No, no, but. 40, 120, and 330. That's a pretty awesome front burner Hall of Fame type career. No question about it. With the Angels, Albert Pujols is averaged, and I'm taking out the season where he only played 99 games, all right? Because I, I will take that season out. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. His other five seasons with the Angels, Pujols is 30, 105, and 260. All right, so 10 less homers, 15 less RBIs, and he's hitting a full 70 points lower with the Angels. The Angels gave him a contract that's going to give him $30 million in each of the next three years. Twenty, Just about. $28 million next year, $29 million, right. $30 million. He is not going to be someone that's suddenly going to give you great returns. His returns have been diminishing 
for quite a while. Again, this is post-3000. We're having a real conversation about Albert Pujols rather than just saying, boy, Albert Pujols is great. Everybody knows this. I want to give you something. Where is he going to play? He's not a good base runner. All right? He can only play a couple of different positions. He's 38. Can he DH? Guess who's going to DH for the next 10 years? Shohei Otani. Oh, I see. Because right he's not going to play the right. field because he's got to pitch. So he's going to pitch and he's going to DH because that's going to be the less wear and tear on his body. He'll play the field once in a while. They'll do that for him. But he's going to be the DH. So it's going to be what do we do with the diminishing Albert Pools over the course of the next one, two, three seasons, and it's going to get A-Rod type ugly. Now, the good news is the Angels and how many people are actually paying attention to them but that's how it's going to be. It's going to be the Angels version of A-Rod because eventually they're going to go, we owe this guy all this money, and he's clogging up so many things, and we got young guys to bring up and other guys playing positions and all these things we want, and Pujols really gives us diminishing returns. Where can he play in the field? I know that he can do that anymore. That's how ugly this is going to get because now that you hit that 3000 okay, the money they have paid him, they have not gotten the Albert Pujols that they got from St. Louis. Three years, $87 million remaining, 95 or more RBI each of the last four seasons. But it's quiet numbers, right? There's, there's no meaningful at-bats. And, and I say that respectfully as he gets to 3,000 hits. It's one hell of a career. And you talk about the front-loading with the Cardinals and all the accolades there. With the Angels, over the last five years, he's finished uh, in the top 17 in MVP voting once. Like you're you're talking about diminished returns, not that he was ever uh, at, at this point. He's a first baseman on occasion and a DH, and those numbers look good in the end. But you're not going after any more milestones. Not like you'd say, hey, come come out and support Albert Pujols as he goes to this next great thing and try to make him a draw. It's all about Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. And so now you've got this albatross, this giant contract. Where can you send it? You can't send it to the Yankees. They've got enough of them. And and the teams where you'd love to be able to just say, hey, go finish your career here, they can't afford to pay him. So <laughs> you're, you're stuck. At some point, it becomes the uncomfortable conversation about buyouts and, and sending you into the good night uh, in terms of your career. They'll need to part with him before his contract is up because eventually they're going to say, boy, we've had the best player in baseball now for almost 10 years. And what have we done with Mike Trout? What have we done? We've right. done absolutely nothing. We've done nothing with him. And they're, they're going to say, boy, you talk about a waste. That's what's going on. They're going to have to do something to try to get better and to try to move things around. And the first thing is, Pulse is a lot of money. And he, he's, he's blocking a lot of things. It's going to be very, very difficult for them to try to move on. Because you know he's going to be stubborn. And it's good. But that's, that's the post-3000 reality. How you saw it with A-Rod is how you see it here. Well, and now you have it, The at least we're paying attention to the Angels for a few days. Coming up next, we got more on 3,000 and more from the NBA playoffs. A big story on the way. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. We have an absolutely crazy night going on here on Star Wars Day. Yeah. If yes, you, we do. If you miss any of the show, right after we get done, our Best Of Goes Up podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FoxSportsRadio.com. You can use the iHeartRadio app. Listen to the whole show, parts of it. We break down Albert Pujols' future after 3,000 hits. Albert Pujols! The last Matt Harvey Dark Knight day. He had a good run. Steph Curry. Oh, boy. Batman. Should Steph Curry come off the bench in every game? 
iTunes. Wow. Really, you don't like that? I just took the music out. I didn't like that, so I stopped Just it. wanted it to stay on its own. I mean, that's such a strong statement. It doesn't need background music. Yeah. doesn't need echoes or any other effects from Alex Teicher. That's one where he can just take his hands off the board and just say, you take that one. They do and pay you make sure drop. people hear it. They pay me by drop, too. So They do. <laughs> Boy, Teicher was working overtime. Look at all this. Look at this invoice. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app. Uh, download it. Rate us. Give us five stars. We'll love you for the rest of our lives. Do it! Before we get to Albert Pools and another conversation that you're not going to hear for Pools over the course of the next 24, 40 hours. Look, we gave you his post-3000 future a few minutes ago, and it's very A-Rod, the end of his career with the Yankees-esque. He's diminishing returns. He's only going to be able to DH soon, but the Angels have Otani there, and he's going to DH there. It's going to get ugly. Three years, $90 million left, and Pujols is not giving the Angels what they had hoped he would give them the last six years since they signed him. That's just how it's going to end. That's just reality. But we could see more baseball history tonight. We could. Because right now, in Mexico, the Dodgers, on the eve of Cinco de Mayo, or if you're watching Arrested Development, Cinco de Cuatro, are leading the Padres 4-0 in the top of the ninth. What's so special about this? Well, Walker Bueller, one of the two guys the Dodgers need to come through if they're going to contend, the other one being Alex Verdugo. Walker Bueller left tonight's game after six innings, eight strikeouts, and no hits. He had thrown 93 pitches. He comes out after six innings. Dave Roberts says you're done. Tony Singrani comes in, pitches a clean seventh. Yimmy Garcia comes. Well, he in. made you sweat though. A couple of walks. Uh, well, but so clean. even yeah, no runs, no hit, no, no run. runs. Yeah. I'm building. Okay, I'm building. Just saying, he wasn't clean. He made a sweat. Garcia comes in, a clean eighth with two strikeouts. Yeah, and the Dodgers will go to the bottom of the ninth inning, pitching a combined no hitter against the San Diego Padres. Apparently the Padres, there are many countries the Padres can suck in. Oh, sorry. Oh, that, look at that. that. Oh, is that too But sure? here's the I'm thing. Sorry. If they're able to get the combined no-hitter, all of those guys get to sign autographs with inscriptions for the rest of their lives. Uh, sure. With, with sizable inscription and fees. And it's sized in Spanish. Mucho gusto la biblioteca está la naranja. I just said I really the orange, like. I really the like orange the library. library. I like the library and the orange. I just love throwing around because that's what I remember from Spanish. I was really good in Spanish. When I, I was don't a kid. buy that. I was no, I was really good. I really don't buy that no, at all. Trust me, I got a hundred in Spanish in my report card in high school. I was very good. I in won Spanish. an award, so there. I could, yeah, but but I'm telling the story about me right now. So I was really. But good I trumped in Spanish. you. No, no. How do I know you're telling me the truth? You're you fake, fake news. news. No, you're fake news. I'll, I'll go find the award. It's, no. it's in the you closet. Told me you somewhere. took French. Says the criminal. <laughs> who's, True. Who's a criminal? You. Well, why? Why? What do you mean? Fugitive. The no, feds are after you. Well, for what? That mailbox? No, not proven. Now, I'm like a guy, I'm like a Major League Baseball star. I have never failed a drug test in my career. Does that mean you've never taken drugs? I have never failed a drug test Allegedly. in my career. Albert, well, they're after Albert. you for that Raptors take, too. Albert, I, well, doesn't mean, you know why it doesn't matter? Because it just got Sam Darnold. Doesn't matter. We got Sam Darnold. That's one of the greatest Nothing teases ever at Fox Sports Radio on Twitter <laughs> from last night's show. <laughs> 
Why doesn't Jason's bad prediction for the Raptors matter? Click and find out. <laughs> and it was because the Jets have Sam Darnold. <laughs> it was a pretty good line. I, I really don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How was Sam Darnold today, by he the way? He was good today. Well, he was, was he? You know what? We got Todd Bowles here from him coming up in about 20 minutes. Super. Yeah. Bowles. Sam Darnold's first practice as a New York Jet today. Almost oh, had a butt it. fumble. It was- uh, stop. That is not true. As far as you know, that's not true. Uh, no, I was good in Spanish. And... Uh, I got to the point where they actually sent me to into New York City once to go like observe a translator. Okay, as part of a thing like the whole schools did, and I walked back and I said, "I can't do that. I have no idea what they were saying," because they were taught. Everybody was talking so fast and using conversational Spanish, and and I did the you know the verb conjugation and everything, and I knew all the words, and but I just I got the point. I said, "Wow, I I just don't know what they're saying. It's too fast. It's too conversational. It's different." And that's not what they taught in school. They teach you this is textbook Spanish, but nobody speaks oh, Spanish. See, yeah, like I, that. I learned we had two years of conversational. So oh, for a while I was that. I was no. in pretty good shape in Chicago. So now I just remember a lot of words in Spanish. So That's, whenever I'm I'm coaching the girls in soccer, I'll just say a whole bunch of stuff in Spanish. That's not good. And they'll just go, What wait, you like ice cream in the summertime? Yes. You know, I'll say things like that. Could be potentially seen as disrespectful and hateful. No, what? Because so you just know be why? careful. No, because all the girls on the team are taking Spanish. Yeah. They're all in Spanish immersion classes. Sure. So I'll say stuff so they know what it means. So they're like, what are you doing, coach? What are you saying? It's kind of fun. I just kind of think of words that I can remember and I say it. It's an interesting uh, world you're living yeah. in and you're coaching. It's, it's kind of fun when I do that with the girls. They like that. Uh, but again, combined no hitter for the Dodgers. Going to the bottom of the ninth inning, the Dodgers batting right now in the top of the ninth. Again, this series in Mexico, and the Dodgers are on the cusp of what could be a combined no hitter. I assume Jansen in the bottom of the ninth because didn't it's a, pitch it's a no hitter. Yeah, no hitter. You know, you want to keep that and something they can all uh, uh, keep as a keepsake. Huge for the Dodgers in in a number of ways. Uh, obviously, the no hitter icing on the cake. But when you're talking about getting a split with the Diamondbacks. And with all the injuries that have befallen the team already, to get this kind of start out of Bueller as you go into a series that can really get you at least back on the right track, uh, this much needed for the Dodgers with that 4 nothing lead heading into the ninth inning. Yeah, and here's the thing. Dave Roberts' specialty is always what? Pulling guys with no hitters right. early, right? That's like his favorite thing to do. Ah, you guys got to know I'm going to pull him. But Skip, it's the third inning. I don't care. Taking him out. I'm okay with taking Walker Bueller out here. Look, the guy doesn't have many innings pitched in the majors, right. and he had thrown 93 pitches. This wasn't 93 pitches after eight innings, right. and you got this is 93 pitches after six. Oh, he wasn't finishing. All right, the he's job. not finishing yeah. the game. There was no chance for him to finish. Right, absolutely none. So I'm okay with them taking him out. I mean, that's that's just the right thing to do. He's had two other starts. In his career, he doesn't have anything built up. You take him out. If he had a chance, I would say you got to leave him in. You got to leave him in. He's young. He's fine. You got to do it. But he's not going to make it to the end, so you could take him out. Very unlike James Paxton the other night, who okay, he was at he was at a hundred pitches through seven with sixteen strikeouts. You can let the guy go another inning to see if he can get to eighteen or nineteen and potentially break the all time record. That's where you know a guy who's a veteran. You can leave him in there. Twenty-nine-year-old Big Maple. Leave him in versus there. Versus your Maple in. super shot, superstar prospect. I get it. Big shot, exactly. Uh, so we'll have more on the Dodgers. So can they get this combined no hitter as soon as uh, it actually gets to the bottom of the ninth inning? But can't meanwhile, Albert Pujols. Hey, we, we, can we watch 3, that game? Uh, 
uh, yeah, we got to be able to find some television to watch it on. I mean, the games, the games got to be broadcast all over Mexico, right? If you don't like it, don't there watch it. Can't, can't we get a station? Out. We got to be able to get some stations, right? No? no. Really? Wow. That's a bad blackout, man. That's a bad blackout. Live looking? Uh, no, I don't. But. I'm trying. Yeah, see, we tried, but we keep getting this. Oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Meanwhile, Albert That Pujols, is soothing, though, isn't it? I feel like it's that scene from Jerry Maguire when, the, when he's trying to talk to... And they break in the, and the mariachi band comes over. So, Albert Pujols with career hit number 3,000 tonight. And one of the shocking things coming off this story is, all right, let's take a look and see who's next for 3,000. You have the list of Major League Baseball players, current Major League Baseball players, with the most hits. So you give me the player, I'll give you the percentage chance they get to 3,000. Who Who is the next leading hitter after Albert Pujols? We have Miguel Cabrera is next in the clubhouse, sitting 334 hits away from this hallowed ground, this huge milestone in baseball history. Cabrera, born in 83 April 18th, so just celebrated a birthday. He is now 35 years old. And over the last couple of years, looking at years where he's played 119 games, then 158, the back to 130. What do you think? Albert, well, Albert, Miguel Cabrera, I can't say 100% because you never know, but I'm going to put him in the high 90s. I'll say 95% because he is getting dinged up a little bit more often. And he may be the guy who limps to 3,000. He may get there, you know, here's 100 hits, another 100, another. Now he's still got a big contract with the Tigers. And he's not playing 30 games a year, 80 games a year, but he is diminishing. And his skills are really diminishing. He gets there, but he's a guy that limps there. But I put him at 95%. Robbie Cano, don't you know, he is 35 as well. We'll turn 36 in October. He is currently 492 hits away from oh, 3,000. Robinson Cano, I'll put even higher than Cabral. I'll put him at 98% because the guy is still playing at a high level. Look, at 34 last year, he had 280, 23 homers, 97 RBIs. He is still playing at a very high level in Seattle, which you know pretty much happens. They have guys that play well and nobody pays attention. Now, Robinson Cano, I'll give you 98% that he gets to 3,000 because he's got at least three more years left, and he's going to get there probably in three. This year in three more, he gets there, 98% there for Cano. All right, so it's 592, uh, misspoke. Uh, and then you go to Jose Reyes next on that list. He needs 900 more hits. 0% for Jose So we Reyes. get to zero right 0%. There. Look, the Mets can't even play him more than one day a week. He can't hit anymore. He is on his last legs in Major League Baseball. He's a glorified pinch runner and a guy they're hoping can, you know, have a little bit of, quote, leadership skills for Ahmed Rosario. He's not getting there. He might not even be in baseball by the All-Star break Zero. because the Mets may need to go get somebody else because they are just free-falling right now and nobody can hit. What's funny is all these guys are essentially the same age. He's 34, uh, heading towards 35 <laughs> this summer. Yeah. Uh, and then he, we get to Victor Martinez. Victor Martinez. He's third? Victor Martinez is next? Yeah, well, no. We went Cabrera, Cano, 
Reyes. What about? Oh, I'm guy? sorry. I, I missed yeah, Nick. Ma- on, I, I skipped man. Nick Markakis. You missed the most interesting. He's, he's the most. He's the most interesting man in the world. Dude, Markakis at 34 years old. Another 34 year old man. Uh, he needs 908 hits. Would not. I was was a bit shocked that we crept into 2,000 hits. But you look at consistency: 160, 170, pretty much every year. I would say that Nick Markakis has a 40% chance to get to 3,000 hits because he's someone that, look, he's pretty consistent. All right, Now, I'm surprised he had that many hits. When you said his name, I said, Nick Markakis has that many hits, but that's Nick Markakis. He gets 160 hits a year. So if he plays another two or three years as a regular player, right? let's say, so that puts him another four or 500 hits. That gets him at 26, 2,700. Then the final few years of his career, he's a fourth outfielder. And he plays in maybe 75, 80 games a year. And he can get he has about a 40% chance to get to 3,000. Nick Marquez, it would be like, oh my God, Nick Marquez has got three. It would be more shocking than Craig Biggio getting 3,000 hits. Well, Biggio just, got into the Hall of Fame, but he then was Nick Marquez is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Biggio was just pretty good, but he played 28 years. You know, that's that's kind of what it is. But wow, I'm going to put Markakis at 40% to get to 3,000. Nice. There we go. There you go. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We got more on Albert Pujols. And we got more on a star NFL QB telling his heir apparent to stick it. It's coming up next on Fox. It's Star Wars Day. Happy Star Wars Day. Hey, happy Star Wars Day to you, too. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. Easy, Chewy. We'll get to Ben Roethlisberger in a minute, but first I want to say this. Walker Bueller is 23 years old. Yes, he is from Lexington, Kentucky. He was born in July of 1994. He's pitched a grand total of 10 games in the major leagues. Do we get to t- talk about how smart he is because he went to Vanderbilt? Well, you have to be smart to go to Vanderbilt. Don't, don't we have to say that? I mean, if uh, we yes. do it with football players, uh, Ryan we should do this a with smart quarterback. That's right. Walker Bueller has pitched in 10 games in the majors, now 11, and he is part of a no-hitter. How about that? The Dodgers complete the no-hitter over the San Diego Padres. They win it by the final of 4 to nothing. The pitchers are Bueller, Singrani, Garcia, they get it done for zip. A no-hitter combined first in Dodgers history. Boy, Albert Pujols really picked the Bueller. wrong night to hit 3,000, guys. <laughs> and Liberator. Liberator. Look at him. But, but that's Jansen. Not that's even Jansen. That's Jansen. Headline tomorrow. Liberator comes in to finish. For the ninth inning to finish it. But that's Jansen. Two, two biggest stories in the sport happening in Los Angeles. And Albert Pujols just got knocked off the back page. <laughs> Walker Bueller is the future. He's the future. The other day I do Baltimore radio. They're saying he's going to look really good. What would he look like in an Orioles uniform? I'm like, you're not going to be in an Orioles uniform because they don't get rid of the young prospects, these phenoms, like every other team. They like to keep guys around and keep growing. And you see tonight, six innings pitched, eight strikeouts, three walks, is 93 pitches as the Dodgers in the rain which was threatening early and well, caused us to have a little bit of giddy up to make sure we were in the studios. Uh, they played through the rain at times, very heavy downpours, but the crowd that assembled in Monterey, Mexico got themselves a bit of history in this opener to the series. But here's the rub and here's the rub. And this is and when anytime there's a know, rub, there's a rub. It's as, as if it's not oh. bad enough that 
Oh, not 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 that oh, kind of rub. Did it. Come on, we're waiting. Not that kind of rub. Uh, is that it's not bad enough that the Chargers came from San Diego yeah. to Los Angeles, but here are the Dodgers again. Walker Bueller, who has pitched now eleven games in Major League Baseball, is born in nineteen ninety four, and he's part of a no hitter. Feeling really old about now. How many years the San Diego Padres been in Major League Baseball? Long, long time. Have they had a no-hitter? Nope. Oh. Yeah, that would be never. Walker Bueller, 11 games in. Hey, I'm part of a no-hitter. It's great. That's great. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You know, I feel like that, um, what was that SNL skit back in the 2008 election when it was Tina Fey as Sarah Palin and, and Amy Poehler was Hillary Clinton and she's got, and Hillary and Amy Poehler was saying, after a whole life, my life in politics, I'm this close to the presidency. <laughs> Tina Fey says, and I'm Sarah Palin who's been around for five minutes and I'm even closer. <laughs> there you have it. Hey, a part of a no hitter. That's, that's the awesome. way that's day. Hey. And the Padres don't have one. The Padres still 50 years. The Padres don't have And ask no me hit. how many the Dodgers have. Justin Frostberg, how many did the Dodgers have? That would be 23. <laughs> but never a combined one before tonight, right? First this, one in Dodgers this history. This is the first combined no-hitter in Dodgers history. And Albert Pujols. And, he did something. I don't yeah. even know. Hey, listen. Listen, Albert listen, Olaf. listen. This is how it's going to be in Los Angeles tomorrow. The front page of the LA Times will be combined no-hitter for Dodgers. The front page of the Orange County Register will be Albert Pujols' 3,000 hits. Uh, or... What happened on Splash Mountain today? Oh, what happened uh, on Splash Mountain today? Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, oh, oh it was like a good day on Splash. Splash. Oh, it was warm out. You know? Or here's how Disneyland celebrated Star Wars Day. That, well, that is true. <laughs> that is true. The merchandising, the sales, all the giveaways, and extra special perks inside the park. Maybe you got no. to meet Chewie. Why not? Or they could roll what former Cardinal Albert Pujols get 3,000. <laughs> That's true. Certainly in St. Louis, they'll be celebrating Oh, it. yeah, yeah. No, just say Albert 3,000. Like, like it doesn't matter. Like he's still playing there. That's how they're going to celebrate it. But really, he Albert Pujols will not be front page news in Los Angeles. This is, this is what it's like sometimes when you are the number two team in your market. And look, nobody has lived that life more than me. Jets and the Mets, number two teams in the market. I mean, that, that's how it goes. You have lived it as well. White Sox, yeah. number two team in the that's market. Right. You, your headlines are few and far between. You get them. You're so incredibly excited, but you realize the most minor thing could happen to the A team, and you're not getting it done. You're not getting it. Sure. The Mets could have pitched, and they didn't, but the Mets could have pitched a no-hitter tonight. <laughs> but wow. The Mets could have pitched a no-hitter tonight. And if the Yankees wanted to walk <laughs> off in the ninth inning, and Judge hit it or Sanchez, that would be the back page. That would well, be we have line. a new home run call. Sanchez we'll walk-off. Talk about later. Mets no-hit Rockies. That's, that's what it would say. It would be puppet show and spinal tap. That's how it would look. That, that works well. But you want to know how it sounded. First Let's combined no-hitter in Dodgers history. Here's the play-by-play. Here comes the pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. A no-hitter. The 26th no-hitter in Dodger history. The first combined no-hitter. And tonight, four for the price of one. Beginning with Bueller, then Singrani, then Garcia, then Libertor. And on the 13th and final strikeout of the game, the Dodgers shut out the San Diego Padres on no hits. AM 570, Charlie Steiner with the call. How many conversations do you think 
went on in the Dodger clubhouse for the ninth inning where they said to the term, I mean, Jansen's coming in, right? I mean, we're we're gonna we're gonna bring in Jan. I mean, uh, you know, look, Libertor is great, but do we're not bringing in Jansen? We're got a no hitter going, man. We're not we're not gonna bring him in. Kind of interesting, isn't it? He's not gonna pitch. We're not, we're not bringing him in. I mean, it's just a no hitter, man. I mean, I really want this no hitter. I really want to be part of this. This is I really Jansen, this, this your guy. Cool. I, obviously, he's had a rough go to to start the season, but Libertor. You're looking at a guy who pitched uh, in four games for them last year, <laughs> three and a third innings. Thus far this year, seven games, five innings pitched. But he gets the nod today, and he gets to add that no-hitter and the date in an inscription to his autograph appearances for the rest of his life. <laughs> I can already tell you there's going to be a Tops Now card. It's a line that they do to highlight the the big things of a day, and they'll have cards signed by those four pitchers that'll be available within the next 24 hours for you to consume at some 200 bucks a pop. <laughs> 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. That is the phone number. You get it on Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. We got a lot of history we're talking about tonight. We got Albert Pujols. We got the Dodgers. We have Ben Roethlisberger saying, I'm not going to mentor Mason Rudolph. Yeah, we got that craziness. And more on the final day of Dark Night in New York. What a great stat that I just found about the Padres. Give me a great this stat. This comes from Dennis Dodd of They're CBS. Dennis good. Dodd, CBS. Coming into tonight, the Padres led the majors. They were striking out more than 10 times per game. Oof. 37.5% wow. of their outs via the strikeout. Take that for data. We have, yes, David Fisdale, you get back in the I NBA. I had no idea they passed the Mets. Oh, you know what? Well, I, well, I go beat up Frostburg. Uh, Tom Looney's going to tell us <laughs> what's trending, and we'll have more big, big NFL stories in a minute. But first, here's what's trending besides the Dodgers oh. and Albert Pujols, Mr. Looney. So much happening. I got my head on a swivel over here. Well, Warriors-Pelicans Game 3 was played tonight in the Big Easy. And so far, the home team has yet to lose through three meetings in this series. The final score here at the Smoothie King Center. Pelicans 119, Golden State 100. Sean Kelly with the smooth word pictures and the Pelicans Radio Network Warriors now lead that series two games to one. We've got a blowout alert, a blowout of epic proportions is the way my copywriter wrote it, but that's pretty lame. Rockets blowing out the Jazz, 95-72, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, and it's not that close. At the end of the game, the Rockets will be up two games to one. We go to the National Hockey League. That's the sound of the Tampa Bay Lightning hockey horn. Lightning stunned the Bruins 4-3 in overtime. Lightning now leads that series three games to one. We go to the Vegas Golden Knights hockey horn now. Golden Knights in front of the Sharks, 4-2, 6-22 left in the third period. That series is tied 2-2. We now continue chinwagging about sports with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. A lot of chinwagging right here yeah. on the show. We're live in the Geico the guys Studios. Are the best. You know, we like the oh, chinwag. buddy. Sure. Where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more information, visit geico.com. How much you want to bet in St. Louis tomorrow? Front page is going to be Pools with 3,000 hits, and it's going to be his celebration, and Pujols will be photoshopped into a Cardinals uniform. Ooh. I bet Mike Trout is even in a Cardinals uniform on the front page of the paper. Now that's next level. Wow! Well, look at it, doing the weather. 
That'll be, that'll be. Hey, and don't forget, going to get to be 90 and sweltering this weekend. All right, Turn let's to page see. seven for your forecast. All right, looking at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch website at okay. the moment. What does it got? Uh, the first, the, now, Albert Pools, the latest, 18 minutes ago. That's in the left navigation. Okay. Albert Pools becomes a 32nd player in 3000 Hit Club. You scroll a little bit down, there's, there's more about today's game. Uh, beating the Cubs, mm-hmm. the rivalry. Uh, scroll a little more. Ray Langford and Vince Coleman headline the newest Cardinals Hall of Fame class. There you go. You got to love that. And then nothing about Jeff Fisher, not yet. And then you go a couple, <laughs> couple more down. Seven there you go. How will Pujols cap off his Hall of Fame career? Oh, oh there you go. go. How does he cap it off? There Get it? Go. Ah, I like that. What color should the arch be painted? Uh, you know, put, put in your poll right here. Should we paint it for the Cardinals? Should we paint it for the Blues? What color should? I, I should move to the top pretty soon. I'm pretty sure. Kind of a big deal. Let's see. Let's go to the sports section. No, it's still Lankford and Coleman right now. Oh, Someone's really? being pretty lazy there. Well, it is 12 o'clock at night in St. Louis. It never sleeps. No, I don't know. Is it St. Louis close at midnight? I'm pretty no, sure. I'm come pretty on. Sure. And it's central, so it's. are they still midnight there? Is it 1230? It's 1130. It's 11.30. 11.30, right? 11.30. Yeah, oh, it's 11.30. still watching the news. Still should have been up and at least updating a website. You can't just click a link. Long-time Cardinal Albert Pujols with his 3,000th hit tonight. They're not even going to say where it happened. Hey, Albert, of course, two World Series championships with the Cardinals, one of only four men with 3,000 hits and 600 home runs, and it's not even going to be his home run. And now it's not going to be his 3,000th hit. It will be like video of him celebrating the World Series. It should. Now going to show No, absolutely. It's going to be him holding up the trophy. <laughs> In Rewind, remember when he was ours. Hey, remember uh. when this NBA playoff <laughs> game was really highly anticipated to see oh. what the Utah Jazz yeah. would be able to do on their home court yeah. today? Yeah, not so much. Trust the process. Uh, with seven and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter, the Rockets lead the Jazz 98-74. Trust the process. At least the Jazz have cut it to 24. No, here's a big deal, the though. Here's a big trend. Yeah, halftime. yeah, here's the big trend for yeah. you, though. Donovan Mitchell has hit three of his last five shots. Whoa! Here's the problem. Yeah. He missed 10 of his first 11. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, everybody's rookie of the year. I mean, you know, who doesn't like Ben Simmons? 10 points tonight, 4 out of 16 shooting, minus 31 for the game. The Jazz have been getting boat race since the opening jump. The Rockets, again, so many easy baskets. They have 23 assists on 35 baskets. James Harden, 20 points, 10 assists, everybody getting involved. But the big damage, Eric Gordon off the bench, 25 points in 28 minutes for the Rockets, who are shooting nearly 50% for the game. Uh, this is all over except for just playing out the final few minutes again. 98-74, uh, just under six minutes to go our, in the fourth quarter. Our guy Ingles is only two of ten today. He's going to say he didn't give me the ball enough. I mean, I can make my shots, man, and talk my smack. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. Two of seven from three-point range. Can he go and lick somebody? <laughs> no, that is that is just Brad Marchand. That is just well, maybe he wants to steal gotta, his act. You know, we Instead gotta, of being an agitator that way, maybe he can go next level. We have to talk about the licking. We'll get to the licking again because that's still a very big story. Okay. Uh, I want to kiss you. No, no, that's different. That's different. Licking and kiss. It's very, very different. It's very different. Are you sure? And yeah, yes. I prop you can start playing the DJ Khaled songs in the ten o'clock. No, okay? it's pretty much the same. No, it's there's a lot of tongue involved when Joe Namath kisses you. Uh, oh, okay. Wait, did that do you know that from is that breaking news? Do we know that from wow. experience? I'm struggling here. Okay. 
Wait, let me get to TMZ and see if Frostburg's got an interview on TMZ. I kissed Joe Namath by Justin Frostburg. Struggling. Um, meanwhile, someone struggling with the potential that his replacement was selected in the NFL draft is Ben Roethlisberger. This made tons of headlines today because Roethlisberger did an interview. You know, look, Roethlisberger's very open with the media, does hits all the time on radio in Pittsburgh. And today he was on 93.7 The Fan and was asked about the Steelers selecting Mason Rudolph out of Oklahoma State with the 76th overall pick. Remember when that happened, there was a very big storyline when we got to day two and day three of the NFL draft. Are the Steelers going to select a backup quarterback? They're going to get their quarterback of the future. And Rudolph certainly was mentioned just outside of the list of the first-round guys, You know, outside of Darnold and Mayfield and Darnold and Rosen and Darnold and Jackson and Darnold and Allen and Darnold was Mason Rudolph. And so maybe the Steelers said, okay, now we're going to groom him. He could be our quarterback of the future. Well, Roethlisberger got caught a little off guard today when they asked him about that prospect. I was surprised when they took a quarterback because I, I thought that maybe in the third round, you know, you can get some really good football players that can help this team now and nothing against Mason. I think he's a great football player. I don't know him personally, but I'm sure he's a great kid. I just don't know how, you know, backing up or being the third round, who knows where he's going to fall in the depth chart, but helps us win now. But, you know, that's not my decision to make. You know, that's on the coaches and the, the, the GM and all and those kind of things. So, if they feel like he can help our team, so be it. But I was a little surprised. So there he was. I don't know that taking a guy who's going to be second or third on the death chart is going to help us win now. Roethlisberger, who has spent the last two off seasons going, I don't know if I'm going to retire. This might be it for me. And now he's affronted. <laughs> that the Steelers have taken a quarterback that may take over for him one day. Not to mention all the hits he's taken, all the beatings he's absorbed, the number of times you've seen the red injury designation next to his name, and he's a game-time decision, and all the injuries that have piled up. Never mind that he's in year 15 of his NFL career coming up, that you've got all of these things factoring in. Landry Jones was supposed to be that guy, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course Landry Jones Wasn't was. offended about him. Yeah. But now that you barked about leaving for a couple of years in a row, now it's too close. <laughs> when Roethlisberger was asked if he would mentor Mason Rudolph, Roethlisberger said, quote, I don't think I'll need to now that he said he doesn't need me. If he asks me a question, I might just have to point to the playbook. You're not getting that warm, fuzzy relationship with Ben Roethlisberger. You know hey, who's, go- you know who's going to Latrobe yeah. for training camp for a couple days? I think I'm taking a road trip, boys. <laughs> Get Ben. <laughs> Figure it out yourself, Rudolph. But let- Roethlisberger is maddening. It's like he's personally insulted when the last two years he has played with, ah, maybe I'm going to play, maybe not, I don't know. Now he says three to five years. Roethlisberger is a guy that... I feel like he's a politician because when I see him talk, I know there's some kind of agenda he is trying to get out there. Whether it's, I may retire, meaning you better go get me some help in the draft so I can keep putting up big numbers we can keep winning, or I'm going to come back and play three to five years, which means now don't draft a quarterback. I'm not saying do that. I mean, I feel like everything he says is crafted with, I'm going to say this because I want this to be the message that gets out there. Like politicians do all the time. You know, when no politician says something, or at least many politicians, don't say anything without thinking about what they're going to say. I realize in the world we live in right now where, you know, President Trump just gets to his Twitter account, just says whatever he wants to. But most politicians, that's always been the playbook. How do you feel about this? 
I'm going to wait, and I'm going to get my statement out there because this is the message I want. And Roethlisberger, that's what he does. You know, that he says things because he wants something to be taken a certain way. He never does any interview in which it's just me talking about football. You know, it's me talking, you ask questions, answer, this is my weekly hit with you guys, that's what I'm doing. No, 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 there's always something going on. And now Roethlisberger this time wants you to know, hey, I don't know what made you believe I was going to retire. I'm still going to be around. I don't know why you drafted a quarterback because I want the fans to know instead of drafting someone to help us win, you drafted somebody that will take over for me maybe in three or four years. So I don't know what that's all about. And if you think he's going to come in, I, I, this is my job. No one has taken this job away from me. He is, everything he says is always with an agenda, with a reason to get something out there. That's why he's like, he's like a politician. Well, and in this case, when you start talking in the terms that he did about Rudolph and the future versus the win now, you still have questions about, you know, Le'Veon Bell and, and everybody in terms of them showing up. And can you parlay those three stars into more wins? I mean, regular season, fine, but looking in, into the postseason, what, what do you push forward with out of that? And to Roethlisberger's point, I, I guess if you'd had those conversations and you thought you were secure and and had hashed all that out with management, then perhaps you're you're going public with that agenda. But if not, now you've just added, you know, gone to the flamethrower one more time. Mm. Speaking of flamethrower, we got some hot takes coming your way on yeah. Steph Curry, Dark Knight, and Albert Pujols. <laughs> You did it. You said it. I did. I did. Thanks, Mayor. Straight ahead, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen right here, Fox Sports Radio. Albert Hobos! Progressive Insurance, creators of the Name Your Price tool. Choose from a range of coverage options and pick the price that works for you. Visit Progressive.com today. I don't think it's surprising we have fireworks on Star Wars Day. We have Albert Pujols' 3,000 hits. Albert Pujols! We have the Dodgers with a combined no-hitter. And oh, by the way, Garrett Cole picked the worst day possible to strike out 16 and pitch a one-hitter. Never heard of him. As he did that tonight, but he will clearly be the number three story in Major League Baseball. Three stars of the game. He's barely making it on the medal stand here. Here's tonight's three stars. No. Uh, speaking of three stars, you're not going to get any stars from Utah as they are getting thumped by the Rockets right now. Just under two minutes left to go. Houston leads the Jazz 109-86. to This one was never close. The Rockets jumped out to a 30-12 lead. They let it have time 70-40, and they have just been cruising since that moment. But with all of those big moments today. And oh, by the way, the final dark night day in Gotham. Matt Harvey being let go. Designated Batman. For assignment by the New York Mets. We are still reticent to recognize that they didn't shoot him. They did. Could just Are you stop sure? with that. Yes. Well, symbolically to his career, they did. They could still trade him. They're looking to recoup something for him. Someone's going to take Here's a satchel of baseball. They're not shooting. Wow. You're going These are from shoot. 2017. These are the extra tightly wound ones that'll fly a mile. Someone's going to fill your gas tank with spinach. Watch out. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I don't mean like cooked spinach. I mean the raw good kind. Oh, that's yeah. the best. But 
we're all missing the biggest story of the day. The biggest story of the day? Yes. I mean, all of these things today. Clearly, today, the first day Sam Darnold practiced oh, okay. with the New York Jets. You I thought you were news. talking about the Cobra Kai episodes we've no, been watching. Is. And you get them free on YouTube. That's pretty right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, they got to tease you. Yeah, you got to get the first yeah, couple. It's kind of like when you say wanted live stats for your fantasy sports games years ago when you had to pay for leagues. And we at Yahoo said, hey, it's the stat tracker. You like this, don't you? And you'd have it for the first week of the NFL season. You'd be like, this is great. I know that I'm beating my brother-in-law or my brother or my friends or my coworkers. And then the next week you went back and we said it's 9.95. Same thing here. Well, you're getting what? YouTube Red is giving you the first two episodes. You got two. Free. Yeah. And then of And then I'm time? sure they're going to tell me they they want me to pay. Yeah. Of and course I, they and the first episode pretty strong. Strike some first, good, strike hard. No some, mercy. Yeah, sir. some good flashbacks and you know. It's good. But the top story of the day. Top story. Sam Darnold, his first practice with the Jets. Your guy. How good was he? Well, he fumbled the first snap. Well, that's good. That, yeah, well, no, it's not. Was it because someone backed into him? Uh, <laughs> he got forklifted? Hey, Sam, get used to it because that's what's going to happen to you, okay? You're going to be running and someone's going to bog knock into you. Yeah, how's that fumble. O-line look? Uh, it's okay. Oh, it, is it? it yeah, because it, it was just Sam Darnold throwing against air. That's all it was today. Well, how did his second attempt go? Uh... I think his second attempt was good. I think his third attempt, he fumbled again. But another one. He was okay. I know this. Another one. Because of Todd Bowles' reaction, Jets head coach oh, all right. at the podium was asked about Sam Darnold and take a listen. <laughs> <laughs> he was great. I want to play right now. He was good, you know. He obviously we threw the ball around a little bit, and you know he, he'll be getting better. <laughs> Look at Todd Bowles. He's Super never been that excited Bowles. ever. He is never, right? Never. He's always the same. Oh, he's so even keeled. Never, ne- never raises his. Think voice. the pressure's never finally cracked mad. him. Now he's just here. He just yelled and screamed how great he was. Pressure right now. That's pressure's that's how, pressure's gotten to him. See, that's how excited I am. For Sam, well, Darnold. you've been dancing for the, since the draft. That's night. my excitement for Sam. Darnold. No matter how much bad news we can give you for any one of your teams, here's the ground. Uh, nope, doesn't uh, matter. No, it's okay. We still have Darnold. Nothing. Oh, matters. this went to hell. Ah, we still have Darnold. Fizdale's your coach. Nope. How do you feel? Love Fizdale. Explain it to Doesn't him. matter. You didn't like him like three weeks ago. No. I always loved David Fizdale. We, come yeah. on, we played him on the show all the time. When did yeah, I say I didn't like the David court, Fizdale? We love him. I love David Fizdale. As a coach, Fizdale. you really love David Fizdale? Of course I love David Fizdale. Really? How do you, how is do you he going to bench Porzingis like he's, he did Marcus listen, All? He's got, look, he's he's great at analytics. He's one of those guys never going to bench Porzingis. What if Porzingis he does? Porzingis might not play next Porzingis year. Porzingis might not play next What if the, the Lizard says, I'll see you, to, see you in hell? He's a great defensive coach. He's got an identity. The Knicks will have an identity. But again, none of that matters. They still have James Dolan. Because the Jets have Sam Darnold. I mean it. I'm telling you. Just think about it. In 50 years, my team has never had a draft pick like this. Never. One that Not fumbles, once. snaps at rookie minicamp? Frostberg, wait you see what I do to Brady Papinga's car. He has not had a growth spurt in his hands yet. It does. My hands, I got my hands on the, on the stretch rack. Oh, my hands out. Now it's 10 inches on my hands. And mark tape on that. We've never had a quarterback suck that good. It's, we've never had the in best minicamp. The best quarterback in college football come to our team. We've never had that. Never had that kind of luck. He's a weapon. We've never had it. So are we going to travel right there in. for? Are we going to travel there for training camp? We should I, do a training camp tour. Go to see the Jets. I thank the, the Browns and the Giants 
for doing that for it because I mean, I'm going to dine out on that for years, years. See, now you're thinking with your stomach again. What Coming up doing? next, we get back to the biggest stories of the night, Fox. Five-second guitar solo. I hate that song. What day is it today, Bill Belichick? Today's Friday. Very good, thank that you. That is right! I'm not on Snapface and all that. We thank you for taking a few minutes to hang out with us here on a Friday night. Early Saturday morning, East Coast, while Kylo Ren takes over and dominates... Just like we do here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Happy Star Wars Day. We have no shortage of incredible headlines of Star Wars Day. What's that, R2? Kylo Ren's going to take his mask off? No, it's the worst decision they could possibly make. No, he's just a petulant kid. No, keep the mask on. Uh... Now, I know, Chewie, I know. If J.J. Abrams had just listened to me, Kylo Ren would be a much cooler supervillain. Ever since he banned you from coming next door. Listen, I mean, look. I mean, you live next door to the guy. You tried to walk over. Well, listen, we have no time for DeMar DeRozan tonight. We have no time no, for that DeMar was, DeRozan. that was actually Chewy. Oh, that was Chewy. Wow, okay. No, I thought that was DeMar DeRozan. Uh, no, if he had just listened to me, think about this. Real, because it's Star Wars Day, before we get into all the big stories. Kylo Ren is a horrible villain. Horrible. Because he's not cool. Right? He's petulant. He's whiny. All Star Wars villains have always been cool. Whenever you have a hero versus a villain storyline, if the villain is cool, the movie is better. Everything works. Well, Hux is a better villain than him. Hux is a great villain. Bill Weasley is a great villain. Hey, Gleason is fantastic. But Kylo Ren is awful because Adam Driver stinks. He would be fine if they kept his helmet on because he was different. He's a he's thin, he's walking around, he's got different powers. He was cool. But then I guarantee you this was Adam Driver or his agent going, he's got to have three scenes in the movie in Force Awakens with his helmet off. I mean, you got to be able to see his face. And J.J. Abrams, I'm sure, said, yeah, fine, not realizing that completely ruined the movie. You didn't see Darth Vader with his helmet off. That was the worst thing because Kylo Ren would be cool. They'd be able to sell lunch boxes and all kinds of stuff with Kylo Ren on it. Instead, when you go into some place like, one of the discount buddy, stores. Buddy, they got they got a lot of merch. Go, no, they got a lot of run out you, of Kylo Ren. You go Ren. into a discount store like Ross or Mervin's, and all the Kylo Ren stuff is oh, it's half price because Kylo Ren isn't cool. <laughs> you just say Mervin's. yeah. I was thinking the discount places. Really? By the way, you got Mervin's? a lot of you got bank. Yeah, out what's of, wrong with Mervin's? No, you had a good run with Kylo Ren. They you haven't got a been around years. for like seven years. Mervin's yeah. is, there's a Mervin's. No, there is not. There's a Mervin's in uh, 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 near the airport. No, here in L.A. Sure, there Can't is. Be. They're there's out of a business. Mervin's. No. Mervin's. Oh yeah. There's still a Mervin's. Mervin's was was a uh, middle scale department store based in Hayward, California. Thanks, Cliffy. On October 17, 2008, the company announced it would liquidate its assets through a Chapter 7 filing. No, there's still, All there's still remaining Mervin's. locations were closed no, by the end of 2008. Yeah, exactly. So that right. means you just have some jackass who's calling his place Mervin's that <laughs> you stumbled you into. Uh, we're actually going to call it Mervin's. The Morris family, <laughs> having bought back intellectual property rights to the company in 2009, uh, announced they plan to relaunch as an inter-based Internet-based enterprise. Internet, eh? Internet-based mm. enterprise. But you get what I'm saying. All the Kylo Ren <laughs> stuff is always on clearance because he's just not cool. They ruined, they ruined that part. They could have had a they cool villain, but instead, they because Adam Driver is just not charismatic. You got to keep keep that villain. I don't know anything about him. Keep that. Instead, 
they ruined it. Nah, I think they sold a lot of merch, though. Nah, I think I, they did just fine. I think they sold merch before the movie came out. Then the movie came out, and they go, oh, wait, he's not cool. I'm not going to buy that. I'll buy the Ray stuff and the BB-8 stuff, but I'm not going to buy that. Forget it. I think not they've kind of just gone down a, a deep, dark path. But you know what was cool tonight? couple of things. Well, Sam Darnold's first practice with the Jets, because Todd Bowles was very excited. He's great! I want to play right now! <laughs> That's how excited Todd Bowles was today. That's so awesome. But... We have a combined no-hitter. The Dodgers, the first combined no-hitter in team history. Walker Bueller goes six innings, throws 93 pitches, comes out. Singrani comes in, closed out by Libertor in the ninth. Four pitchers. Garcia pitches yeah. the eighth. And the Dodgers in Mexico, a series against the San Diego Padres, pitch the first combined no-hitter in team history. Walker Bueller, who has all of 11 games in the major leagues, Bueller. has been part of a no-hitter. The San Diego Padres have had 49 years in Major League Baseball and don't have a no-hitter. Shut it down! <laughs> Here's the final call, how it sounded on AM570, LA Sport. Here comes the pitch. Swung on and missed strike three! A no-hitter! The 26th no-hitter in Dodger history. The first combined no-hitter. And tonight, four for the price of one. Beginning with Bueller, then Singrani, then Garcia, then Libertor. And on the 13th and final strikeout of the game, the Dodgers shut out the San Diego Padres on no-hits. So was, was Charlie Steiner saying that's worth four no-hitters? Hey, it's four no-hitters right there. Could be. That's not too bad. <laughs> I dig it. Uh, Dave Roberts has kind of made a career of taking guys out with a no-hitter way too Yes, he has. He's done that many times. But I have no issue with him doing it tonight because Bueller, look, as good a prospect as he is, and look, the Dodgers' season now hangs on Walker Bueller and Alex Verdugo. Can these guys come up and, and, and have Bellinger and Chris Taylor-like impacts? Because Chris Taylor is showing I was a one-year wonder. And with no Seager, they're struggling. Clayton Kershaw has not been Clayton Kershaw. They need both these guys to come up. He's only started two games going into tonight. After six innings, he was at 93 pitches. It's not like after eight innings, he was at 93 pitches and Dave Roberts took him out. Six innings at 93, he's not making it to the end. He's not. He's, he's no, no matter what he's doing, they're not going to leave him out there to finish pitching that no-hitter. I have no problem with Dave Roberts going to three other relievers and, and, and doing it. My one issue is, boy, really, you're not going to bring in Jansen in the ninth? I mean, I don't know if he was unavailable or something, but boy, I really thought we'd see Jansen in the ninth to try to close out a no-hitter. It's 4 nothing. I mean, you kind of want that's kind of a nice big headline to have. It's curious that he wasn't available because he didn't pitch yesterday. Uh, you look at his last appearance, the uh, back-to-back saves against the the Diamondbacks, and now unavailable here. Uh, Dodgers don't trust him in the ninth anymore. Hot take! Oh, hot yeah. take! Whoa, I got a flamethrower out! I got that flamethrower! It's so damn hot! Sorry, I misspoke. I was already on, on the fifth. I moved myself ahead. But either way, had pitched back-to-back, well, three straight days. So maybe just said, we need we need to pull him back. Hot take! I take it's it's a difficult proposition because they're trying to make sure he's right, right? Because <laughs> your season, as we've talked about, sure. falling as behind as they have to the Diamondbacks and having injury issues between Ryu uh, and, and lo- losing Seager and all these things and 
Clayton Kershaw, sub-3 ERA, but not dominating uh, as you're used to. Uh, you're, you're navigating some choppy waters for the Dodgers as you get into the second month of the season. So when, when you're looking at Jansen, you don't want to overtax him because you've already used him far more frequently, I think, than you'd like through the first month of the season. So this one, uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't get to play in the uh, four-man no-hitter. <laughs> Meanwhile, right now, Albert Pujols batting in the top of the ninth inning for the Angels against the Mariners. They lead this 3 to nothing. He is looking for career hit number 3,001. Earlier tonight, a single in the fourth inning was career hit number 3,000 for Pujols. He becomes just the fourth person ever with 3,000 hits, 600 home runs. He has had a crazy, incredibly impressive career. And we're going to save some time for you here on Albert Pujols. Right, we're gonna. I'm gonna tell you before we get into our the important conversations about pool holes, and the nutty conversation about pools that I still can't believe we had. Here's what you're gonna hear over the course of the next 24, 48 hours on Albert Pujols on TV on the radio. Here, here are your Albert Pujols conversations because well, he got 3,000 hits and he doesn't really say anything. One, is he a first ballot unanimous Hall of Famer? That's the first topic. Second topic, does he go in as an angel or does he go in as a St. Louis Cardinal? Number three, what did Albert do during his career that maybe helped him enhance his career? How old is Albert? Is he really 38? Is he 42? There you go. There's your four storylines you're going to get on Albert Pujols over the course of the next day as we reflect on career hit number 3,000. The Cardinals drafted him as a shortstop with the 402nd pick in 1999. Talking with uh, Vince in the back as he's working on, on edits. Uh, he found the nice bit in the contract for Albert Pools. He earned an extra $3 million today with that hit. <laughs> that was one of his bonuses you know, structured it, in this big deal. If he was playing for the Mets... The headline would be, and Albert Pujols, one hit shy of 3,000, not in the lineup for a fourth consecutive <laughs> night as the Mets look to trade him rather than have to pay that $3 million bonus. I thought that, that would was be the, the Mets or somebody else. No, that would be the Mets. Would, they would never Marlins? win. Marlins? No. Jeter? No. Oh, Jeter would never get it. Are you kidding? He wouldn't even let Albert Pujols fly into Miami. No, it'll just go other way, other Hate way, it. other way, other way. But that's Albert Pujols. And... With 3,000 hits, this is a guy who really the last six years of his career, first thing about him is that he has been anonymous. He was anonymously good with the Cardinals because St. Louis is a big baseball town. He wins two World Series with the Cardinals. No, the guy didn't make headlines off the field, but he was still the Derek Jeter of the National League, except without all the women. He three was MVPs. Yeah, that's how that's who he was. He was second four other times, 331, 41, 123, and 190 hits. But this season. is this is the tough part. When you go play for a team that is second fiddle in your market, it is really hard to cut through. It's hard to get free agents to come to help you win. It's hard to get headlines. It's hard for people to even notice you in Major League Baseball. Because, as we said, going into this, when Pools was a 29.98, and that's really when we started talking about pool holes, I guarantee you half of Major League Baseball fans, I don't mean hardcore baseball fans, I mean the average baseball fan. If I said, how many career hits does Albert Pools have? They would say, oh, I don't know. And not because it's because it's something you should be a better fan, you don't know. It's because he's been anonymous in Anaheim. People have forgotten about him 
for six years. He's been playing well, not quite to love he was in St. Louis, but people just forgot about him. Well, he got another hit, so he's at 3,001. There it is. So there you have it. Uh, the, the long road to 4,000 begins. That you, you look at <laughs> playing for the Angels, you've had a, a number of years where the numbers look fine at the end, but they're not impactful numbers. They're not meaningful at bats because they're woefully out of contention within the division, and he's been second fiddle to Mike Trout now most of his tenure mm-hmm. with the Angels. And now you bring in Shohei Otani. He's he's, number three. he's he's like Garrett Cole tonight, right? You <laughs> can strike out sixteen and have a have a huge have a huge game and all, but in in the Angels that get no love and say at all relative to what the Dodgers are in this town, he's third on his team. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We got more on pools. We got two incredible conversations coming up about him. And coming up next, we head to Vegas. Get all the latest on all the odds you need for the next major leaguer to get to three thousand. I'm so excited. Matt Harvey's next team after the Mets. <laughs> Tim Tebow's next home run. I'm very very excited. The about Kentucky it. Derby favorite. You want all of it straight ahead. Don't play the gun. That's coming up next on Fox. (laughs) The loser goes on the fire. That's some remix slide over baby music right there, Smith. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. And oh boy, do we have a lot to get to. A huge night tonight in Major League Baseball. Albert Pujols, the Dodgers. Big night in the NBA. Joining us now on the hotline from Vegas. Our insider, contributors, CBS HQ, FS1's Race Hub, co-founder, co-host of Bet the Board podcast, former odds maker at Caesars. Now our guy, Todd Furman, who is leaving yet another Golden Knights victory. What's happening, Todd? It's starting to get to be old habit. Nine victories away from an expansion team bringing Lord Stanley Cup to Las Vegas. But one win at a time. We'll see what the Knights have up their sleeve when they head up to Northern California for a pivotal game six on Sunday. Todd, watching this thing from the studio as we were uh, earlier, obviously we don't have any sound. Uh, What was the uh, the vibe as the, the Sharks started making this a game? You know what? It started to really get quiet awfully fast. Obviously, when you're up 4 nothing, everyone is riding high. Then James Neal takes a dumb penalty. It's 4-1. You blink, it's 4-2. All of a sudden, it's 4-3. And some of the energy starts to come out of the building. But fortunately, the Knights didn't really you know, give up a great-A scoring chance. Jonathan Marchessault so then scores for about 150 feet away to cement <laughs> the victory. And uh, you know what? You have to give the Knights credit. They've shown a ton of resiliency all postseason when they've been faced with this kind of thing. And they uh, rode the home crowd getting that pivotal goal at the end of the first period to build some momentum going into the game. Todd, take me back. If I had said before the season started, before even the expansion draft, I had said, I want to come in and I want to put money down on the Golden Knights, the new hockey team, winning the Stanley Cup, what odds would I have gotten? Uh, They were long shots, obviously. 250-1 to was more or less the going market price. There are some sports books out here in the desert that have a little bit of liability going to the local boys. Uh, but little to say, no one predicted this. Odds makers, hockey enthusiasts, you name it, and especially not yours truly, who bet them to go under 68.5 points on the season. That became a losing ticket before the calendar even flipped to February. But now you're just racking up cash and, and cash and checks after all these victories. 
Just, yeah. If I was a man who bet with his heart, that would be the case. Uh, but I'm on the other side of the coin thinking that they've been overvalued in the betting market. Uh, but aside from betting the Sharks in Game 3, I've kind of sworn off handicapping tonight's games going forward. It should be very interesting. <laughs> if they close out San Jose, though, they'll, they'll be decided underdogs, in my opinion, against the winner of that Winnipeg-Nashville series. All right, who's the favorites for Matt Harvey's next team? You know what? It, it's interesting because I talked to some folks uh, closer to baseball, and they suggested that Atlanta – would be a logical place for him within the division. But I think the kind of influence and maybe uh, you hate to say the term cancer that he would bring into that clubhouse, I just don't see it. It'd have to be a veteran-laden team. Maybe he makes sense to give it a shot with the Cubs or Dodgers who have unlimited payroll and really need to try and fortify their rotation. The Cubs obviously not getting what they expected out of you, Darvish, and the Dodgers now dealing with injuries to uh, Hanyan Ryu and not getting the performance from their top-line starters they anticipated before the season. I really appreciate you bringing up Matt Harvey as one of one – of who's betting Matt Harvey? It's one of the big stories of the day. It's how what we do on, here on the on, show. Har- 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 you work with Jason for long enough. You know everything Mets, Jets, and Syracuse trumps. <laughs> I just – I knew it was going to be in there eventually, Todd. I just didn't think we'd jump, jump the shark to that level just yet. Uh, obviously, tomorrow, a lot of wagering. My brothers are there on site – Starting to handicap tomorrow's Kentucky Derby. We have Justify as your favorite Bafford horse, but uh, we're looking for some long shots where we can where we can find some make some hay with some big money. What are we thinking? Well, it's been tough to really try and make some money with long shots uh, in the Derby. You go back to 2013. We've now seen a run of five straight favorites getting the cash uh, atop the podium. And when you look at the prices those have paid out, Orb was that biggest long shot back in 2013 at five to one. And oddly enough, Harm, if you just blindly bet the favorite going all the way back to 2000, you'd be turning a profit with about 116% ROI. So the idea that you have to identify the long shot may be a bit of a wives' tale lately. At the same time, Justify going to have to break the curse of Apollo. We haven't seen a horse that didn't race as a two-year-old win the Derby since 1882. You look at some of the uh, likely contenders there, Audible, Bolt to Oro, both at 8-1, to one, I think, uh, have the speed. It'll be interesting to see how they hold up in this type of environment. But a horse that uh, you know I've become a little more enamored with and I think is worth a small investment, Vino Rosso. Uh, morning line, about 12-1. to 1. I've seen some books offer a price as high as 15-1 to 1 on the fixed number. I think this is a horse that really came of age in the Wood Memorial and has a chance, should it get the perfect run, uh, to maybe spoil the party. See, I'm going to go for Magnum Moon because I like those condoms. No, I'm just... I'm just... Holy cow. I, 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 I have absolutely nothing. It's normally me who says things at this late hour of the day oh. that all the Fox Sports radio executives have been asleep for a couple hours. But, Jason, you steal the thunder for this fine evening. Well, I was, e- well, I was either going to ask you that or I was going to say, what are the odds that Gronk enters at the last minute? You know, I mean, that, well, it was just know, him, not the horse. Yeah, just him <laughs> running. <laughs> well, that's the worst part about it. It was funny. I talked to uh, a couple of folks much closer to the horse racing industry uh, than I am, and they said they were disappointed that Gronk's horse got scratched. And you kind of had left me going, well, why? And they said all the dead money that would have entered the pools for all the meatheads and some of the Patriot fans and those folks down the New England coast that would have propped up the win, place, and show pools for every other horse uh, would have uh, allowed – a little more advantageous payouts than we're going to see tomorrow. I like that. Todd Furman joins us on the hotline, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, coming in from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Todd running the Bet the Board podcast. You can find that at Bet the Board Pod. Find him on Twitter at Todd Furman. Joins us each and every week, uh, and you can hear the goodness uh, for your investing purposes. Now, for the NBA playoffs, 
Have we seen anything reset in terms of lines, uh, or did everything normalize with Houston blowing out Utah today? You know, no odds makers really overreacting in the Western Conference. Despite Houston dropping game two outright as an 11-point favorite, they were still a $6 favorite to win the series against the Jazz. We obviously saw them play with a sense of urgency uh, today against Utah and regaining uh, full command of that series. The Warriors, though, odds-on favorites not only in the Western Conference but to win the NBA championship, and that's not going to change much even after uh, their double-digit loss tonight against the Pelicans. But when you look at the Eastern Conference and you consider that the Cavaliers were right around a $2 underdog to beat the Raptors, they go on the road and win both games outright about six, six-and-a-half-point dogs. They have now moved to the forefront in the Eastern Conference. All of a sudden, Philadelphia, which was everybody's darling after beating the Heat in five games, some of the bloom is off the rose there. But at the same time, they're overwhelming favorites in Game 3 and still even money proposition to try and get through the Celtics and oppose potentially Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Final. All right, Todd, big story today. Becky Hammond, Spurs assistant, first female assistant to rise this high in the NBA, interviewing with the Milwaukee Bucks for their head coaching job. Obviously, she's a long shot. What kind of long shot is she? You know what? It's one of those things that you'd love to see. I'm not sure the sports world is ready for it just yet. If I was setting realistic odds and just knowing some of the obstacles she's going to have to overcome that have nothing to do with her basketball IQ, honestly, you'd have to hang a price of 25 to 1 or higher. I just don't think that the Bucks are willing to make that leap of faith right now, despite everything she's accomplished on Pop's bench. All right, let's turn to Major League Baseball for one big one. Obviously, injuries uh, befalling uh, the Dodgers here early on, but they get the combined no-hitter. I don't know what the, the odds are if you're in-game looking to see if, if, once the fourth pitcher comes in if that's still going to hold through. Uh, but overall, do, do we see any action that things start moving here as we get into the second month, people riding trends? You know what? Nothing uh, has really changed. Oddsmakers very reluctant to drop some of the odds on favorites, even though the Dodgers uh, still you know, a healthy distance behind Arizona, although they made up a couple games over the last few days. Uh, when you look at the odds to win the National League West, the Diamondbacks, as of this morning, were right around a $1.50 favorite. The Dodgers, who started the season about a $3 favorite, now will pay you 3 to 2 So still plenty of baseball in front of both of those teams will probably be duking it out atop the division. But when you look everywhere else, Arizona, of course, been the big mover, 30-1 to to win the World Series before the season started. That number now down to 10-1. to And quietly, a team in the National League East not named the New York Mets. Uh, we've seen their odds go from about 100-1 to before the season started down to 35 in some locations would be those baby Braves getting all sorts of production from Ozzie Albies and obviously Ronald Acuna living up to all the hype since his recent call-up. All right, speaking of hype, I want to bet that Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback of the Jets week one. What kind of odds do I get? You know what? I have not actually seen odds on Darnold to be the starting quarterback yet, but if you're looking at him to be rookie of the year, he's actually listed as the third favorite behind Saquon Barkley and Baker Mayfield from what I've seen. Would not be surprised to see him kind of move to the forefront. I'm just not sure the Jets, given his youth and the fact he didn't start a ton at USC, want to uh, make him the starting quarterback right out of the gate. You don't want to make him a sacrificial lamb when you have Teddy Bridgewater and Josh McCown there holding down the fort. You can follow him on Twitter, at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman, former odds maker at Caesars, now co-founder, co-host of Bet the Board podcast. You can see him on CBS HQ, Fox Sports 1 Race Hub, and Sports Illustrated. Don't mistake activity with achievement. That is the big quote that he has on the front of his Twitter page. You can see him again at 
Todd Furman. Todd, as always, buddy, appreciate it. Thanks so much. Enjoy the Golden Knights run, and maybe you'll run into the J-E-T-S Jets in the next round. You know what? There's a distinct possibility, but those Jets hailing from Winnipeg, a much better chance to win a championship in 2018 than those hailing from Gotham. Oh! (laughs) It's so damn odd. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go have to beat him up too. I mean, it's just, I, it's just you know, I gotta, Does that mean we have a road trip to Vegas gotta, in the offing? I, I gotta settle scores now, Harmon. That's hash. what I have to do. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up in one minute, you will hear it. Albert Pujols' magical career hit number three thousand, and we have a bit of a different conversation about what is next. But first, a guy who always tells you what's coming up next. Hi. Because he likes to throw around adverbs and adjectives that he invents. On Not a bad own. way to be. Tom Looney with What's Trending. Hey, guys. A short time after Albert Pujols had hit number 3,000, the Dodgers with a wacky win robbed Pujols of his moment in the headlock. Swung on and missed strike three. A no-hitter. The 26th no-hitter in Dodger history. The first combined no-hitter. Bueller, Singrani, Garcia, then Libertor. Dodgers shut out the San Diego Padres on no hits. 4 nothing was your final. Charlie Steiner with the word pictures. AM 570, LA Sports, Warriors, Pelicans. Game three was played tonight in the Big East. So far, the home team is yet to lose through three meetings in this series. The final score here at the Smoothie King Center. Pelicans 119, Golden State 100. Sean Kelly with the call. Anthony Pelicano, Radio Network Warriors now lead the series two games to one. In Salt Lake City, Rockets blew off the Jazz 113-92, and it wasn't even that close. Houston now up two games to one. Give me a hockey horn, will you? Thank you. Two NHL playoff games tonight. Lightning blue line the Bruins 4-3 in overtime. Tampa Bay now leads that series 3-1. Golden Knights, give me their horn. Outskated the Sharks 5-3. Vegas Golden Knights now up three games to two. And now we forge forth into the night with two dark nights of sports yammer. Monday through Friday here on Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith. And Mike Harmon. Thank you, Mr. Blue. <laughs> Batman. We're live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info. Visit Geico.com. I told you a few minutes ago. Kind of a shocker. Uh, Walker Bueller, 11 games in Major League Baseball. He's involved in a no-hitter. San Diego Padres, 49 years in Major League Baseball. No no-hitters. Major League Baseball has played four games in Mexico. Four. They have a no-hitter. They've seen a no-hitter. Padres fans have seen 49 years of 81 home dates a year and maybe more in the playoffs. They have not seen a no-hitter. Some thugs are lucky and some ain't. I I don't know. (laughs) Start pulling random movie lines. What is that? (laughs) It's about as random as your magnum line. That Magnum Ma- many, Moon? yeah, if but I many people. Moon. No, but people th- on Twitter are responding saying they fully expected you to make an ice cream bar reference. Oh, Magnum Moon? No. Mm. When I think of Magnum, well, well, I think of Tom Selleck. But then when I think of Magnum, you think, I think about his mustache. <laughs> mustache fart. Yeah. Uh, no, What's I, a mustache, right? I'm fun. Are you on fun? I think. I, 
Can't play any more of that drop. You got to no? stop right there. No, you got to even in this hour, you got to stop right there. Okay. Uh, no, I would say I think of condoms first and ice cream second, just because I don't really eat the Magnum ice cream. Not that I eat it. So wait, I, wait, 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 what? Do you eat the condoms? <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I wasn't touching that. No, what are you guys no, doing? No, no, no. I was just letting that no. dangle out what there. What I'm saying is, I, you know, Magnum ice cream, they have, you know, the bars are nice. I just don't eat them. Where I, are you getting ice cream? I'm just, no, the Magnum ice cream, they have it at the liquor store. Up what here. aisle right Rite Aid are you going to? <laughs> look, Rite Aid has pretty good ice cream in the front when you get... But no, but I'm just, I just don't think because I don't eat the Magnum ice cream. So I think when I think of Magnum. I'm going to eat that ass up. You walk. Wow. You guys, you guys, are, I mean, wow. Happy Friday. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think of. I think of the, I think of the, the, the character, the television character, then the condom, then the ice cream in Magnum order. There's your metal stand. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Pam is listening. I mean, but you think Magnum moon, you really think that sounds like an ice cream? I don't know. It doesn't sound. Tom, I don't know what it sounds like. Tom Looney's walked out of his update studio going, what the hell is happening on this show now? <laughs> I had no idea that was even a flavor. No, man, it's not. It's, it's a, well, first so of all. So then how do you know about first it? First of all, it's a horse. All right. Am Secondly, it's, it's, it's not an ice cream. <laughs> Matt, don't play it. Don't play it. Oh, wow. Wait for it. Wait for it. TV character. Condom, ice cream, in that order, and then then you're and you know what? After that, roller coaster, because the Magnum's a pretty big one at Cedar Point. So there you go. Character. I'm not buying any condom, world you're trying to sell. Ice cream, where the ice cream is only in third place. No ice cream. Well, you know why? Because I don't think they have anything that's actually chocolate ice cream. I think it's every Magnum bar is always it's dark chocolate, but then it's vanilla or caramel. And why do I want that? I want chocolate. So that's why I don't get it. Why would I want to get something that doesn't have chocolate ice cream? Wouldn't even eat it. Oh, that's great. Vanilla ice cream? Yeah, beat it. Get bent. Not eating it. The hell's wrong? Now watch Magnum Moon win the trip. It win, could win, be. Uh, the Kentucky Derby tomorrow. Um, so Albert Pujols, career hit number 3,000 in the fourth inning tonight against Mike Lee. How did it sound? <laughs> How did it sound? Like this. At the end of the day, I was able, you know. 1-0 pitch. There's a flare out to right field, and there it is. Hit number 3,000 for Albert Pujols. The fourth player in Major League Baseball history with at least 600 home runs and 3,000 hits. Joining Hank Garrett, Willie Mays, and Alex Rodriguez. Pujols to that list. And what a moment this is for Albert with his teammates, his family here. History in Seattle here for Albert Pujols. Fox Sports West on the call. There it was, Pujols. They gave him the base. He thanked God after his flare into right field goes for a hit. And certainly Pujols, look, not many people have done what Albert Pujols has done. He's going to go down as, what, at worst, the third or fourth best first baseman ever. In Major League Baseball, I mean, seriously, that's that's how good he has been throughout his career. But let's do something a little bit different right now. Uh, Pujols is at 3,000 because this, I think, is really interesting. Let's go down the list of the current Major League Baseball hitters who are the next closest to 3,000 because this is a shocking list. And I'll give you my chances that they get to 3,000. Pujols at 3,001 now, actually. He's had two hits tonight. Yep. Next on that list, 
The next closest to 3,000. Next closest is, is Miguel Cabrera, 35 years old. He needs 334 more hits. He gets there, even though he's going to limp there because now he his his body is just breaking down. He was he got he's hurt. He was hurt last year, but he'll get there. He only needs less. He needs less than 400. He will stay healthy enough. He's only 35. The Tigers owe him enough money. That's that's for sure. So he will. I would say 98 percent chance. No, 95 percent chance he gets there, just because to give five percent because he's hurt. But he's going to get there. He's your next guy. Three thousand hits. Robbie Cano, 592 hits away. Uh, most of these guys we'll be talking about 34, 35 years old. Robbie Cano, 98 percent chance he gets there. He is still a great player. He's still hitting 25 home runs and knocking in 100 runs a year for the Mariners. He's doing it for the Mariners, so people don't really realize it, but. He gets there 98% for Robbie Cano. Jose Reyes, 900 away. 0%. Okay, we'll he, move on. He may not make it to the All-Star break. I mean, he's really at the end of his career. Here's the guy that's fourth. The this is one that stands out to us because this my favorite. as much as we have liked the player, wouldn't expect that he was this high on the list. 908 hits away. 34-year-old Nick Markakis. When you told me that, I said, you got to be kidding me. I pulled me. up multiple but websites and multiple player profiles to make sure I hadn't lost my mind. But you see, there's a decade at 165 hits or more. That's what he, he averages 180 hits a year. Nick Markakis, I'm going to give him a 40% chance to get to 3,000 because he's 34 years old. Let's just say this year he has three more as a starting player. Right Now you're putting him about 200 hits away from 3,000. At 38, he's clearly show I can be a fourth outfielder for a couple of years. 40% he gets there. I mean, now 160 hits now when you're 35, 36, 37, our team's going to continue to give him a chance to be an everyday player, but I think he can bounce around enough to do it. 40% chance because as a fourth outfielder, he could get there in two years. And suddenly you're saying, oh, my God, Nick Markakis is, is going to get 3,000 hits. Nick Markakis. Hall of Famer Nick Markakis to Woo! you. Three last guys uh, within 1,000 hits. Uh, of the milestone. Victor Martinez, 39 years old. Too he old. needs 944. Adrian Gonzalez. Yeah, he's not getting there. And uh, Joe Maurer sitting at uh, 987 Ooh, hits that's away. That's tough. Maurer might be the one guy if he can hang on long enough, but that's going to that's gonna be really tough. Not, the, none of those yeah, guys. He's not staying none healthy of those enough guys, to get there. None of those guys have the chances the other ones do. It's a final. Nick Markakis. I hope we're still doing this. When he's the line. Yeah, exactly. Coming up next, we got the play of the night, and we will count down. The biggest stories in sports today, and the number one story is going to really shock you, but it will make sense. It's next on Fox. I'm at home off. Take off your uniform. Take off your cleats. Take off your jock strap. Oh. Very sexual, strong Twitter game. It's what they used to say about Matt Harvey. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Happy Star Wars Day. It was a good run. Hope you have enjoyed the fact that we got nothing new from Star Wars. No new trailers, no nothing. But we did get the marathon of the movies that are on tonight. So It's there just is a that. rerun of the same movie over and over. That's, that's okay. That's all right. So people seem to like that. Though? Hey, Mr. Stark, you've seen that old movie, The Empire Strikes Back? I mean, how many times can I see Han die? Whoa! Whoa! Wow. You're the one that gets mad at me that says, hey, if Jason ruins a movie, dump it. You dump did. It so you nobody ruined that movie it. when you it did. came out. Did you not did. ruin it. Yes, no, you, did. you talked to your guy, Abrams, and you came in here and you spoiled neighbor. it. 
for millions upon millions not, of people. No, not. It spread like wildfire, neighbor. and I had to fear for my own personal safety. Just not good. But considering we do have Star Wars Day, let's count. I'm going to build a porg tomorrow on Happy yeah. Matt Harvey Day. It's yeah, going to be a well, big deal. It is the last Matt Harvey Day. He had a good day. No, and again, they're not shooting him. How do you know this? Because I know this. Did you it, call him? No. It's, it's a metaphorical shooting. <laughs> you put him down, you know? It's a metaphorical shot. No, but why would he not go to the minors? I don't get that. Does he not know where they th- where they play in Vegas? Yeah, they're in well, Vegas. You really think he's going to do well in Vegas? <laughs> no, but really? why not go? Would it be good for us? Vegas with all been the, the greatest thing ever. With all the clubs, he'd never make it to the ballpark. He would never. <laughs> Uh, listen, I can't make. I'm a. I'm a, I'm at the top of Ghost Bar right now. Is Ghost Bar still the big club? I'm at the top of Ghost <laughs> Bar right now. I'm hanging out with the Maloofs, and uh, yeah, I'm not going to make it for the game tonight. Don't worry about it. He recruit Tebow to the clubs. Wow, I'm so excited. I cannot walk in. My feet would catch fire. But let's do this on Star Wars Day. Let's count down the five biggest stories of the day on Star Wars Day. There's a lot to go through. Chewbacca's in, 190 years old. In dece- well, we knew that. In descending order, the top stories of the day on Star Wars Day. Number five, Matt Harvey, DFA'd by the Mets. Yep. He'll begin his career anew with another team, whether via trade or someone claiming him on waivers. It's over. He simply became a star too soon, didn't know how to face adversity on the hill, deal with injuries, deal with lack of performance, and never had any accountability. He fought with the Mets over stupid things, and bottom line is he stunk and he had a bad attitude, so the Mets got rid of him. Story number five. Okay. Story number four. Sure. Bruins' Brad Marchand licks Ryan Callahan during the lightning overtime win tonight. Yeah, that that got a lot of miles. Alana Miles, he did not lick Alana Miles. Black Velvet, if you please. He did not I lick kiss you. No, did not lick Alana Miles. Uh, he's got a thing. He's a serial licker. He has licked players before. He's been warned about it. And I mean, in the licking, I mean, he, he gets really close and just licks. Do they put a lector mask on him now or I, what? I, I mean, I, I, something like with a ball, like a ball gang in his mouth. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can't open You up. started with condom talk, and now you're really going whoa, south. Yeah, you're, you're ma- starting to scare me here. Oh, you're making Now you're talking segue. about all sorts of weird things. No, what, what, yeah, are, you what are you doing? You're making that You are a like greased up pole. You're making that. You're making Ooh. some kind of segue. Wow. I'm saying the guy licks people. He's got a problem. He's got to go talk to somebody. I mean, he's got he's to go find a doctor. Hey, listen, dude, what are you doing, man? Because there's ways to get under people's skin. Lance Stevenson. There's a lot of agitators Lance out blowing in somebody's yeah. ear doing stuff. We've seen that. You can Rondo yeah, a guy. Yeah. You can Draymond Green a no, guy. But do you really have to lick a guy? Yeah. I mean, really. And the guys have got playoff beards and stuff too. And I mean, it's it's awful. Not not that a not that you know you know freshly shaven skin is any better, but still, guys are all sweaty too. I mean, it's it's incredibly bad. It's just an interesting uh, story that's taking on a life of its own. Story number three, Albert Pujols and his 3,000 fit. The third He makes the medal stand. That's good. The reason he's number three is because the Dodgers will be page one in the LA Times. That's true. With a combined no-hitter in Mexico tonight. They beat the Padres 4-0. Walker Bueller starts, goes six innings. Three other relievers finish it off. They get the headline over Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols will be the front page headline in the Orange County Register. But L.A. Times, it'll be the Dodgers. 
uh, he'll be pictured. Uh, they'll put a Hall of Fame plaque in the St. Louis Post Dispatch with him with a Cardinals hat on and talk about his three thousandth hit. And the number one story of the day. Number one. It's not number one. I'm not, home it's not the Rockets' 500 point win over the Jazz. Number one. It's not the Pelicans' win over the Warriors, in which we found out Steph Curry should have really just continued to come off the bench. Was it the big effort from Donovan Mitchell? Nope. It was the first day of Jets practice oh boy. for Sam Darnold. Come on, really? And. We have a highlight. We do. Let's hear it. Tom Moore, the uh, Indianapolis, the offensive coordinator, <laughs> got a busted play. Yeah. And Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose and it's alive. I have never seen this never before, seen this before <laughs> in my this. life. Vince Watch Wilford this. Vince is going to throw Brandon, Brandon Moore back, Brandon into, Moore his back into his quarterback. He's going to fumble Pretty much the sums up Darnold's day. This is what Stop. Reggie White used to do to people. Forklift him. Yeah, no, no. But here's why he's the play of the day. Todd Bowles, who has never raised his voice was asked about Sam Darnold's first day at practice, and here's Todd Bowles. <laughs> he was great! I want to play right now! That's how I feel! You go, Todd Bowles! You're I'm so excited. jacked up about it. And I, why, why the fake Brady laugh? Why do you do that to he me, He liked man? it, too. Fox. <laughs> at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.